So Scrutiny, I'm Corey Stocks, and this is my buddy Robert Main. The rains in Spain fall mainly on the plane. That's a long one, but all right, it works. Dude, all right. We're fucking bringing it up in here. Loving it. It's not a podcast studio, it's a fucking club in here. On a Sunday. Do you know who this is? I know how much you love Carly Rae Jepsen, so I'm guessing that's her. It is Carly Rae Jepsen, one of my faves. We'll go jogging. This is good jogging music. I love Carly Rae Jepsen. You can't see me, but I'm dancing, right, Corey? Yup. I'm dancing right now. He's doing, like, the Robert Mean choo-choo train right now. The closest thing I could probably do is, like, the uh, comparison is, like, the Michael Scott. Michael Scott has, like, the same dance moves. Yeah, he does. Um, So this is a song called Now That I Found You off of the album Dedicated came out this year 15 song banger of an album damn um carly ray jepsen is one of my favorite artists i love her music i'm a sucker for 80s inspired pop oh yeah my jam i can listen to it all day but this song specifically just has a cool dance vibe (laughs) um i learned i learned a bit about her after looking at this she wrote this record and she did it and i think it was sweden okay and she was talking about how she had just gotten out of a relationship that she'd been in for a long time okay and it's that breakup record super catchy super like emo. <laughs> yeah it's really emo it's and the cool thing is they said that the that the music was actually the darker part in her voice like juxtapose that with like the higher like she sing sing a lot yeah, higher high. yeah and she was saying that was because she wanted to make it like a contrast like dark but it's a new beginning kind of deal she went deep into that <laughs> okay but um i she recorded she said that a total she did 200 songs over the course of like a year that's pretty okay. crazy is she writing them or is she she has like, a lot of. Or is, um, is that 200 songs that are brought to her that she picks and chooses which one? Yeah, she has a lot of. No friends, Carly, but come on. Well, it's pop. There's a lot of composers, a lot of musicians. So I'm sure they just went into the studio and just had a bunch of fun, like writing a bunch of music. One thing, that's what I thought. I just confirmed it right now. I went to her Instagram page. I do not like blonde Carly Rae Jepsen. You like I, her darker hair? I miss brunette Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, and that's a perfect end spot. It doesn't look... She looks like Hillary Duff. She kind of... She does. And With she, the blonde hair, especially. Oh, my gosh. But she, her Dude, how voice... how is that, like, not Hillary Duff? It looks just like Hillary... Oh, she really does. Dude, right? Like, but a quick, if, like you start looking at it, it's like, oh, that's not her. But, like, a quick glance, you're like, oh, that's Hillary Duff. Yeah, but her voice always, like, she just makes me swoon. I love her music. Oh, she's a babe. She's awesome. She, um... There's a lot of artists are credited on this record there's a ton of composers tons of that's me playing oh it's so much very 80s it's crazy um but i love it i love that record it's called dedicated i'm not going to go into reviewing it but you should listen to it. it's catchy it's 
good weekend music. Nice. Very good weekend music. I remember, and, oh, I remember and, listening to her first, I think it was her first one that with the Call Me Maybes. Was that her yeah, first? Yeah, yeah. So Catchy. Was, yeah, super. And then... Um, and any motion was her second. And then second. she had um, like a single with Alice City too. Mm-hmm. That was catchy as hell too. Yeah, I really like her second record, Emotion. It's really good. And then this one is really good. <laughs> I, 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 I can maybe say that Carly Jepsen's maybe in my guilty pleasure uh, You think section. so? I mean... I am... There's nothing I'm, guilty here. <laughs> one thing... Okay, I always bring up the Corolla show in here, but one thing they talk about on there is called Tool, tool Tunes. Have you heard of this? I have not. So a Tool Tune is not a guilty pleasure. Yeah. And it's not... A bad song. A tool tune is a good song, but when you roll up, when you roll up to a signal at a stop sign or something, or no, mostly a signal where you get to sit there yeah. and your windows are down, you're rolling those windows up because you don't want anyone listening, <laughs> hearing what you're listening to. So Carly Jepsen's definitely, I think, tool tuny. Like it's definitely good pop song. Like you can't get, you can't make. There's nothing wrong with what she's doing. No, making, yeah, but those windows are going up for sure. Well, for I. Because a guilty oh. pleasure is more something that you know is bad, but you still listen yeah. to it. I, that's not bad. Carly no. Jepsen's not. It's she's great. Overproduced, polished pop. Like there's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. She's and oh, another thing I read is the reason she wrote this record. She said to be a bedroom dance party record. Like you could listen to it and just dance. Like we were doing dancing yeah. in the room, right? Um. So I thought it was pretty cool. Cute. Yeah, so what's up with you this week? What did you work on or do this yeah, week? Yeah, uh, busy week. Um, worked on two things. Uh, beginning of the week, uh, it was a two-day shoot for Adidas. Adidas? Uh, yeah. What did you do for it Adidas? A, it, was, it was a photo shoot. Photo shoots are pretty easy. It's did you ask anybody, wait, before we get started, yeah. does Adidas really stand for all day I dream about soccer? I've never heard that, so or, I cannot confirm or deny. We used to say as kids, all day I dream about sex because sex was our favorite word. I'm, I didn't grow up. <laughs> so these are blowing my mind. No, I've never heard those because I wasn't much of an Adidas kid growing up. I'm a, I'm a Nike kid. Got it. So I never, and I never played soccer or anything. So, uh, no, yes, I don't know. That's, that's a kind of fun conspiracy theory, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, I one, don't think it's. One fun thing though is we, we weren't allowed to wear Nikes on set. Specifically Ooh. Nikes. We had to like find, I had to wear like these old vans that I have that have like no markings on them. But I have Nikes at it's, home. Yeah, I can't well, wear them. My two, like the two pairs of shoes that I wear, like, uh, you know. It's like, do they think somebody's going to walk set. by? Hey, look, they're shooting an Adidas video. I think it was. They're wearing no, Nikes. No, I think it's more to make, because we had clients on set and just to make sure, like, make them happy. Like, got it. They don't want, like, hey, what the fuck? Like, this this, this guy's wearing. Hey, what are you doing? What looks, are you doing with those shoes? It looks on, better huh? for the production company that everyone's not rocking, <laughs> rocking Nikes. So. Get the mafia coming. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing when those Nike shoes? <laughs> no, oh. it's more like skinny white guys and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, bro, um, why are you wearing those? Ni- no, I'm yeah, just kidding. Yeah, All it's right. actually probably a little closer. <laughs> uh, but no, it was fun. We was just hanging out in a, a park in L.A. And, yeah. Um, was it was, a big, was it a no, really big production or no, kind of smaller scale? Well, it was it was pretty small. It was pretty easy. But this, the other video, though, so I did that Monday, Tuesday, and then Wednesday I had to do drop-offs for that video and then pickups for the next video, which was on Thursday. And this one was really cool. Yeah, this one was fun. It was for uh, All Time Low, their new uh, song, which... You may not have heard of them. <laughs> All Time Low. They're great. They're fun. They're, they're really fun. Just like, I think, Carly or Jepsen, they're like a good pop punk band that... Nothing... You can't really talk shit on them. Like, you either no, like them or you don't, but you can't say it's bad music. <clears throat> yeah, they're in... 
I mean, um, was it Hello, Dear Maria? I mean, classic, classic pop. Yeah, really I mean, at least catchy. for us, our generation, that's going to go down as a classic pop rock song, dude, <laughs> for sure. Um, yeah, I can't play the song for you because it's not out yet, but I'm trying to figure out what it's called. Um, I don't know. Actually, oh, Some Kind of Disaster. That's what the song is called. Um, the video will probably be out in a couple of weeks. Um, that's awesome. I played it for you earlier. It's it's pretty catchy. It's fun. It sounded a lot like Green Day to me. Did yeah, you hear that? yeah. The, I especially think, his voice on some of the parts. It sounds just like yeah. Billy and Joe. some of the some of the uh, I like that they still kept true to some of the punk elements oh, of yeah. their music, and I, I I like it a lot. Good yeah. job, all time low. <laughs> yeah, well done. And Alex yeah, guest Karth and all of you guys. It was a clever kind of interesting video. It was kind of based around like a AA. A, uh, AA meeting, NA meeting. They, it wasn't really, it wasn't like it is. Spoiler free, please. Well, it's not. <laughs> I know, I'm just joking. Okay, I'll try not to say much, but it was, yeah, based around kind of like a um, support group. I guess that's probably, you know, because it was more of a general support group kind of thing and them singing in the circle and it was at a church and it was fun. They're good, you know, it's yeah. the second time I've worked with them and they're good dudes compared to like a lot of, you know, the band stuff, they're super nice. They're super funny. They, you know, when they leave, they don't necessarily go around to everyone and shake their hands, which yeah. I have on a couple artists, which that that's awesome. But the general, Hey everybody, thanks so much. I appreciate like to everyone. And then he tries it, you know, yeah, I love that. You know, not just, Hey, I'm out of your piece. Like they slip out and don't say anything like, Hey, a bunch of people just work their asses off all day for you. Like just say, thank you. I, I do. Yeah. I do appreciate that. There are bands out there that are like, Hey, thanks so much. Yeah. We wouldn't be able to do this it, stuff without you. It's definitely easier on the smaller videos because smaller crew, but this, you know, I can understand like the big, like Coldplay. Yeah. He, they did at the end, but some of those bigger videos like Iggy Azalea, like I didn't, well, actually, no, I wasn't even there to the end, so I didn't even see that. So Got it. And then one question was, did you have a lot of scene changes or was it just... No, it was all... All in one place kind of deal. all in this little church that um, this company bought, this old church, and they're going to turn it into like their offices slash a place where people can film for just churches. It's not going to be a real church. Oh, so it'll be like on episodes of things and probably yeah, maybe in other music videos. They're yeah. gonna redo it. They actually a lot of the half of the place was like the ground was torn up, and so that's kind of disgusting. But um, and then the also the toilets stopped working like in the beginning of the day. So my producer had to go find a portable toilet to oh crap bring. that was, yeah literally oh crap, and <laughs> uh, so that was like a little. Well, they, what they call is like little gremlins on set because no, no set really goes perfectly. Like, dude, on the yeah. Adidas commercial, I didn't tell you this, some asshole or, yeah, asshole, I don't even know. Is there a difference between a male and female asshole? Assholina? That's a good. Um, some assholina. Someone <laughs> uh, either backed into me or tagged me in my, my rental van. Oh, God. Again, yeah. What's with the dude, right? van in the damn accidents? Dude, you got your windows back shattered. Two back. Yeah, God. and this one was yeah it, it what you couldn't really notice it, but the the door wasn't closing and and opening right. It would close, but it just had like this little stuck yeah. little lump. So I don't know if the rental company caught it. I told them I didn't tell them about it. But yeah, whatever. And then um, so yeah, just little things like that. They they come onto set and you just got to figure out how to get over them. And yeah, yeah, I'm sure any larger scale video you're gonna have tons of issues yep but it was overall though we did we it was fine we kind of met the day and it was a long day for me i it was one i had to go pick up the van in pacoima which is like north la yeah you were talking about having to drive out there dude some of the because i'm in orange county some of those days was two hours and then from there 
I had to drive to um, uh, Venice, which that is super west. And that like is if, a difficult. If you don't know, if you're not from LA or know, terrible. It, it is just like no one likes going to the west side because it's just yeah, awful. It the and, d- driving, <laughs> driving there is terrible. And now they're a little gremlin. I mean, it's more on my fault. I forgot, but I got all the way to set. And my, my call time was 6 a.m., by the way. So I had to be in Pacoima by 4, or no, by 5, so I can be to set at 5 a. or 6. M. Yeah, a.m. And I got all the way there. We set everything up and realized I had left like a fifth of the craft services in my Mini Crap. Cooper. Crap. So, but I had to go do some other runs. So I had to go, I went back to Pacoima, which took me like 20 minutes, like 30 minutes. like it's not, not even terrible. That. But then coming back took me a fucking hour and a half. Yeah, because the traffic out there is terrible. But I like doing runs. (laughs) I don't mind. Yeah. So long week. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm taking a week off and then I'm going to in December, I'm doing a week at BuzzFeed. That's cool. Yeah. You told me about that. Yeah. So it's a little challenge. Yeah. We'll see. But then, well, this week for me, I finished my. uh, Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you text finished me, I, my master's, but then you text me today and said that you have more. You just added something else. Like why, what do so, you have to add? You okay. walked, you walked <laughs> with your gown. Like so, what else do you have to do? So check it out. I, I went, um, I finished my master's coursework, turned in my last assignment Congratulations, on Wednesday. Congratulations, by the way. Yes. I am master Lewis? stocks. Yes. Okay. We are both master stocks. Um, was it one thing? Is it, were you guys taking the exact same classes? Yeah. So was it really easy? It was cool because, you know, we're not much of, we obviously didn't work off each other. We would just kind of share ideas with each other. And then we were able to, yeah, Yeah. we were able to kind of clarify what we were doing. Um, She's usually really good about reading directions. I'm (laughs) awful. So she's your, she was like, you had your professor and then you had your own like tutor. Yeah, because (laughs) she, and, and I'll admit this right now, she'll even say this about me. I am horribly dysfunctional when it comes to listening to directions. <laughs> What's that? Say that again, Corey? Horribly dysfunctional. Uh, I'm not listening. What? <laughs> you too, yes. Yeah, me too. Um, but anyway, we I finished that, and then I was debating on going back for my PhD, which I would have to sign up for, I think, this week is my last week, so I'm still kind of you know, like, on the I, fence. Like you could never apply again? I could, but I wouldn't get the scholarship that I would get now oh. because I'm a, an immediate alumni. I would get a big, you know, scholarship oh, for that. Okay. We to, got to a lot. you to keep going. Yeah. So teachers, that's another benefit of being a teacher. Once you're done, they offer you a bunch of scholarships to continue your education. Oh, that's cool. So anyway, I, t- I was thinking about doing my PhD in, um, I believe it would be adult learning. So I would be able to teach adults. Yeah. Um, but it's expensive. It's oh, yeah. in the twenty, thirty thousand range and loans are just crazy. Yeah. Um, so I don't know yet um, if it's really going to pan out just because I wouldn't want to have to pay that the rest let's of my if, life. Let's see if uh, Warren or, or Sanders gets oh, elected and then it'll be all free. That'd for be you. wonderful. <laughs> um, but the PhD I'm going to set aside for now. But I, I did sign up at San Diego University um, for just the single two unit course. Cause if you take a bunch of single unit courses, they add up and you can actually move up on the pay scale. So in your Ayo. district, there you go. So I'm going to take a bunch of, but I'm going to meaningfully take these classes. I want to take stuff that's actually going to help me in my classroom. You know, is Liz doing it too? She is. She's going to wait a little bit, I think till 
I think she said January or February. She wants to start kind of taking a few here and there. She wants a break. Yeah. For me, I I, if I take a break, I'm going to get lazy and it won't start again. Might as well so. just keep going on the treadmill. Yeah. With it. I'll hear you. But these are easier. They're okay. six months self-paced. You do, you like oh, finish right. whenever you want. Cool. Um, so that's what's up with me. I, I, uh, <laughs> you have the just boring, work boring teaching learning yeah. life and I'm hanging out with rock stars. No <laughs> I, I actually, you know, I no, love you learning. get to hang out with like rock stars at your school. Like you got some cool kids, right? Yeah. Some really good kids. Yeah. I, I, I enjoy, and especially the last day they were all sweet and I don't know. They were just like, wait, oh, the last day, the last day before break. Cause I'm on break now. Oh, so on Friday, you get the whole week off. Yeah. I get, I get. Monday and then I go back for two weeks and then I'm off for three weeks, <laughs> which is good. But okay, you, but I need it now. I remember talking about it last time with Liz, how some teachers can do like eleven month pay versus yeah. like nine month pay. Um, are these days being under your system, like whatever one you choose, like is holidays? Yeah, are you holidays paid? are included in your salary, so. You get paid for holidays. So Monday, Tuesday, this whole next week. I'm paid. That's yeah. just included. Without it is. It is. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I know. Right. But the thing for me, is. For me, the film industry shuts down. Like right now, like I'm surprised I have a job in December. Oh, everything just, closes. Just yeah. for like at least uh, what I've seen. I mean, there. Yeah. Obviously, there's always stuff being made yeah. now. But the majority of like music videos and commercials, like there's no point of like getting. Yeah. To go. Everything's cold. But then. And then January is still beginning. January is kind of slow and then it picks up again. But yeah. And for teaching, I don't don't get time and a half. We definitely (laughs) need. Yeah, we definitely need it, though. Um, I know I'm going to be working at some point this week a lot. Did you Um, have like a a project they had to turn in before? Yeah. Are they doing doing a project over the break? No, I have some grading. I don't I never give them a homework like before break because some of them go out of town. Some of them, you know, leave the. See, I, I get that. Like, I don't really like the. Hey, you got to do a, a science project and figure out, you know, <laughs> yeah, something like that. But I could see like, hey, go read a 200 page book. Yeah. I don't see what's wrong with that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. But realize that if you do assign it, probably like maybe an eighth of the kids will do it. Um, re- being real. But, you know, that's I, I then I look at the parents. Mm hmm. Like, why, well, did, why didn't you know he had to or she had to read this during this? And that's well, not even that hard. Like, don't give them war and peace. You know, obviously, yeah. like, give them give them some Tolstoy. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I don't even know what's on my head, but it, or, or at least, hey, you pick a book. Yeah. And I like even that option more. Eventually. Like, and don't and, and then say don't have a report. Just come back and give yeah. me a little summary of like what you thought. Well, and eventually we'll be able to get programs on our Chromebooks that allow them to check books out. I don't know if there's something like that yet, Yeah, but it'd be cool to be able to allow them to get the books directly on their Chromebook so that they can read it. Cause some of them don't either the parents don't have time to take them out cause they have, you know, they're working during the day. Um, but they could get all of that and then we could really assign it. Um, they could read over the break. I, I always loved reading over my breaks. It would always be the Harry Potter books because they would come out like during the holidays. What's that? Creepy ghost sounds. I don't know. Your, our producer outside, Navi's probably yelling she's, at us. She's get protesting. The, get the show going. She's starting to protest. Enough teaching <laughs> shit. Yeah, let's move on. Anyway, let's, yeah. Yeah, let's um, keep it going. yeah, that's what's up with me. 
All right. School. School. <laughs> same old, same old. All right. Yeah, let's get on to the, the episode a little bit. So let's break it down. We're going to do a quick review of Disney Plus and The Mandalorian. Only three yeah. episodes so far. And I'm going to talk a little bit about... Uh, did you Have you seen anything else on there? Or is that... Yeah, dude. I've been what else? exploring the shit out of it. We'll talk been, about uh, it. Yeah, I'll talk about it. And I also saw the Imagineering story. And then uh, Corey is going to review the new Post Malone Hollywood is Bleeding album. And then I'm going to do a quick review of both The Laundromat and The Current War, two movies that are kind of out right now. And then we're going to do a little uh, breakdown of our favorite voiceover actors. Yes, all the time. Mostly, because mostly cartoons. We are children yeah, we and we love cartoons. We didn't really choose, like, I guess you could consider like Morgan Freeman or, you know. Um, Morgan Freeman. I'm at, not at good Burrow, at that. You know, those are technically voice actors. Yeah, they are. Actors, but we, the people that we chose are mostly cartoons. Yeah, we're talking like animated series. Because honestly, one of one of my favorites too, we'll get into it, but like Bradley Cooper as Rocket. Oh yeah, heck yeah. He doesn't get enough well, credit Well, I for think that. that could count because oh, he is animated. Yeah, but so. that's just one he's done. Yeah, basically. He's done multiple well, now the, though. The, the, the fellas, we've all, we just chose guys, huh? Yeah. There are some ladies out there, but our, our guys, they've done multiple characters well, and they're known for... I'll honorably mention um, some of my lady actors. Yeah, we'll too. get to that in a second. And uh, that's basically it. So let's talk about uh, Disney Plus real quick. Yeah. Um, um, here's a, here, here, I want to play this for a second. Yeah. I'm play. not going to do it. You're not going to make me do it. I don't care how much they paid. You put on that nose and ears or I'll take off your... <laughs> everybody smile. That's great. It's a new Disney Plus teaser with The Simpsons. Um, Let me just start by saying I love Disney. Like, I love (laughs) Disney. I don't care how much they exploit me. I don't care how much monopolizing they're doing. I love the magic of Disney. Um, So when I heard about this, Disney Plus, even in the beginning, I was on board. Yes, of course. Everything Disney in one place, right? A little background music. You know what this is? It sounds like Jungle Book or something. Is it the Mandalorian? Yeah. Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. This one's called Hey Mando. Hey Mando. Um, yeah, but Disney, yeah. I mean, I love Disney too. Yeah. It's funny though, like the people that don't like Disney look at the people that love Disney like freaks. Like, why do you like something like that? Because they're evil. Because it's great. And who doesn't like to be... Sent back to their childhood all the time. And it's great. I'll also go on the record saying people are talking about how they're starting to own all these companies and stuff. uh, Monopoly for sure. Yeah, yeah. But but let me argue this here. I think every major TV station has now announced that they're going to do a streaming service. Oh yeah. Disney got Hulu. Disney uh, got ESPN. They have those. Hulu's different. Hulu's NBC. Is it NBC Universal? But Hulu, Hulu, I got that in the package with Disney Plus, so I don't know. But nonetheless, I where have is Hulu. that Fox? It's and they own Fox now I mean, too. Fox. What's one that Universal owns? I don't know. But all I know is that I know. yeah, it's getting confusing. It, they, here's the thing: all these companies need to figure something it, out. We all got away from cable, and yeah. now it's becoming more expensive well, than cable. Everything was under one umbrella with cable because you could yeah. go to any of the channels. But now I'm going to argue that Disney is buying all these companies. They're going to be under one umbrella, yeah. right? It's going to end up costing as much as cable anyway. Well, At least theirs like fifty is, bucks. Theirs is what seven nine nine. Yeah, theirs is cheaper than it uh, is Netflix. Yeah, it so, is. I mean, at least they're doing that. And so I would argue that. 
in the future, I don't care if everything's under one umbrella because I'll be able to actually afford it. I'm not going to buy Peacock or whatever the hell NBC is doing. Yeah. It's for the office. That's all I'm getting. That's all I care about. Well, it's on. Is it leaving Netflix? It is. Oh, soon. I yeah. Think. See, and the other funny thing about Disney Plus, <clears throat> they have. I like that they have on top. They have like. Um, here, I'll just bring up the app so I can tell exactly what it is. It's the different. Uh, not not genres the tent poles the I can't think of the word tent poles God damn it what is the franchises that's the word I'm thinking of oh yeah so yeah like, like Pixar Marvel Disney. Star yeah, Wars so they have on top of all the movies you can just break it down to just Disney Pixar Marvel yeah. Star Wars or National Geographic and then when you go to Marvel they don't have all the movies no yet. they don't Infinity War is on Netflix and so it was like Ragnarok it's and I think, so weird but yeah. eventually <clears throat> it's just overlap I'm sure like when they started Disney Plus, those yeah. contracts, those movies already been established. Yeah. But as soon as they run out, they're going to start grabbing all yeah. those because they don't want everyone else. They want it all under their Disney Plus thing, which which is cool because I I'm kind of bummed about like I was watching the, the, the I went through like the Marvel movies the other day just and I had to switch back and forth. Between yeah. Netflix and uh, Disney Plus to figure them out. I really like that. If you look at I think it's the Pixar Pixar, Pixar movies are some of my favorite movies in general, but you can actually watch them in order. They even have the ones that were the very beginning, like the Tin Soldier and those types of things. You can actually watch them all in order, Yeah, which is what I'm starting oh, to yeah, do it's, with those. It's, it's, it's on the bottom. Pixar Through the Ages or oh, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, look at that. That's rad. Yeah, it's super cool. I didn't see that part. That, it, it, I feel like it's intuitive for people who really want to go back and like analyze and look at the changes as well, you know, Absolutely, through the yeah. years. I, I And I'm starting with the classic, the classic cartoon. So I start, I watched Snow White. I'm working on Pinocchio. I'm going to go all the way through and just watch that evolution. It's it, some it's of the insane. things they were allowed to do in the old movies. Oh, dude, it's yeah. so crazy. Pretty racist. Is, yeah. Don't they have some like warnings on some of the, the, I haven't seen that yet. Aristocats didn't have one, and they have like that Chinese cat. I think on Reddit or something, they it was like a warning before the thing started. Like, hey, heads up, this is before, <laughs> yeah, shit changed. Well, yeah, I was watching. Me and Liz watched Aristocats the other day. Great movie. But there is when they go to see all the the alley cats. There's the really racist Chinese cat okay. with like the buck teeth, and <laughs> it, it almost felt like from that one movie. What was that movie? The, oh, with, um, uh, <clears throat> Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, with the really racist Don Mickey Don Rooney. Rick, Mickey Rooney. Yeah, <laughs> um, but what do you think so far of, of the whole layout of Disney? They're Plus? doing it right. I mean, they obviously just took the what Netflix and Amazon and Hulu all were doing and said, "All right, what are they doing right? What are they doing wrong?" Let's yeah. put that in the app. Um, there's a couple little things I'm not liking, like um, what was um, with the Marvel movies, like. It, it doesn't, it's hard to explain. I'm not going to, maybe I'll edit this part out. That was stupid. Um, it's just little things. It's just like, it doesn't continue on to something else. Yeah. Like Netflix does. And, but I do like that they have, um, uh, the extra, like comp, like the, uh, extras, especially. Oh, they like, do. Yeah. They have like, uh, clips, commentary, auto commentary of the whole movie with the Oh, director. I wonder if they have that with the Simpsons. 
Possibly. And this is one thing I wanted Netflix to do is like Netflix was supposed to kill the DVD Blu-ray. Yeah. And one thing they have that Netflix doesn't have is like extras and commentary. That's like I would love to just cool. little one little like option that just turn it on. Yeah. On anything. And Disney uh, listening. <laughs> I haven't done this yet, but uh, I, I was saving all. Yeah. So they have like deleted scenes with the commentary. Yeah. Especially the newer stuff. Like I don't think Mandalorian, I'm sure, has a lot of that. I don't think so. Let's see. But- Extras, probably just the trailer. Yeah, just the trailer. That's cool too, though. I think Netflix does that. Check out trailer. Check out the Simpsons. See if they have the audio commentaries. But the one complaint I've been hearing, kind of, kind of, uh, the consensus about the Simpsons is that the 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 aspect ratio is like super messed up. So you're missing a lot of the sight gags. And that's yeah, and people are. But Disney said, "We hear you. (laughs) We're going to fix it." Because there was an overwhelming amount of people saying. What the hell? Yeah. These aren't the same cartoons we remember watching, you know, because they're all zoomed in. And I, I noticed that as I was, I was watching The Simpsons is everything's really zoomed in and you just it doesn't feel right. The framing of it. So I know I they're going to fix that. I don't see any extras. No extras. Dang it. Because the audio commentaries for uh, The Simpsons are great. All the creators and writers We'll come in and talk about, you know, different gags yeah, that they have. Not even the movie has like a commentary, it just has the trailer. But it's I think that's one road that it's at least they're starting to. Yeah. <clears throat> which I appreciate the commentary. Uh let's get into Mandalorian a little bit. Oh yeah. The so the premiere show they've been kind of advertising for yeah, a while. Um only three episodes in. Okay, that's the other thing I don't like about it. That Netflix puts all the episodes at once so no, you can binge like it. Every year. Disney's every making week. us fucking wait every yeah. week. Um, which is fun. I, it does. I do kind of look back at the old days of like Breaking Bad and yeah, and Sons of Anarchy, like the old shows I used to watch, where I had to wait a week and yeah, and I would listen to oh, po- Breaking I listen, Bad, yeah, I would man. listen to podcasts about breaking down episodes and trying to figure yeah. out what's gonna happen next. And, and that's probably what they're trying to do is get the fanfare, you know? Oh yeah, and let it build and yeah like what we're doing right now if you put it out just one like all at once it's out for a little bit and then it dies again then now they're looking like well what's next now we got everything so at least this expands i don't know how many episodes they're doing uh nine i think um it's a good amount so we won't we're not gonna get like into a deep dive of the episode we'll do that when it's done yeah yeah we haven't even done a scrutiny scale on it overall i'm digging it dude a lot as far as Cause this is like the first, other than like Rogue One, like the first out of the storyline store, like the cartoons too. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. I haven't. I've been watching Solo the, too, but that's true. Solo, that's right. Um, I think paired though to like Rogue, Rogue One and Solo, this is pretty good. Yeah, and it's crazy that it's a show. Yeah, because the practical effects, the sets. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's the sets insane. especially. Like it's. I mean, and nowadays too, the CGI is getting so good. Like, yeah, I don't know. I really, I'm pretty. I usually have a good eye on what yeah. CGI, and now it's I'm getting like, harder. Is that a set or is that did they build that? And like, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, the actual story, the first episode, I felt it, it was a little slow, and I was, I was kind of, you know, was, I was like, come on, grab me, get me, mm-hmm. and then by the end, I was like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm in for yeah. sure. And then um, we sure I'll bring up the um, episode two was great. I love. I, I honestly was gonna say episode three has been my favorite so far. And it, yeah, that it is. It's true. They're getting better. John Favreau really knows what the hell he's doing. I directing. appreciate that he's not directing them. 
Yeah. He, I'm sure he's on set and he wrote them, but he's giving, I think this last one was written or directed by a lady too. Yes. And then there Which was, I appreciate, you know who else I know? I love the cameo to the cameos. You have uh, oh, Werner Herz- um, Herzog. He's not Herzog. Really, he's not a cameo. He's a character. He shows yeah, up. In, he shows true. up in the first one, and then in the third episode. Yeah, and then there's a. Uh, I love. Um, oh, Carl Weathers. Yes, I love Carl Weathers. He's, yeah, he's, he's just like the mean, <laughs> but he's like this kind of like happy Carl yeah, Weathers. I was like, you never really get to see very often. I kept expecting him to break out and be like, "Hey, you know what? I, I got you a gift." When he said, "I got you a gift," I expected mm-hmm. him to pull out a golf club. A hockey golf club and be like, hey. "Damn, alligator took my hand off!" Oh my god! I wanted it so bad. Uh, but yeah, the guy that plays Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, uh, he's great. He is. He never, he never, he never takes off the helmet. Um, which like, they that's the whole point that's, I won't I, yeah, I'm not gonna go into spoilers, but like no, I, but I don't think it's really a spoiler. It's just a it's a. But it's a it's kind of a quirk because like, people know Boba Fett. From yeah. the original, he was a bounty hunter, and his whole religion is known as the Mandalorian, yeah. and that's who our character is. Does he even like have a name? He's just known as the Mando. They is call it, him. Well, it's not his name, but it's his like well, nickname. That's what Carl Weathers Mando. Calls him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I won't get into. I don't think like, we have a name yet. But I like that the, it's a religion. Yeah. I didn't. I, what did didn't, they say? What was the line they say? They that's say, the other thing. This 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 has a lot of good quotes. Like the uh, the traveler, the I have spoken. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I want to use that from now. When I'm done talking, I have spoken. I have spoken I'm with my here. kids. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have spoken. Is it, uh, the the Mandalorian? Is it? Um, it's like uh, uh, let something. Um, oh man, listeners are gonna be like yelling right now. But yeah, that's one thing I've noticed that Favreau has been doing really good at is like little quotable things that the star wars when like star wars fans as a religion will like soak this shit up and say it to each other that's that's like it's like that's how it is or that's how it must be or did he say i think they say this is the way this is the this way this is the way this is the way yeah this is the way i that's like I, the mandalorian thing it's so cool it's in the way they marketed it is a space western and i'm getting those oh, for vibes sure. that yeah. shot at the oh we won't get too far into it but with carl weathers and him that long shot where it's them facing each other when he's trying to leave remember he's trying to he goes back yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah and then they're standing there and they're staring at each other and there's a shot of his oh, gun yeah, yeah i was yeah, like yeah. Oh, so nerdy i was like i'm a, I, I was a huge western I, lover Without giving anything into away, but when he comes into the bar with his new stuff, yeah, bad. I was like, "Girl, you looking fine." Yeah, yeah, he looks good. Like, and yeah. next year, I guarantee you, Halloween, there's gonna be so many dads dressed as a Mandalorian yeah. with with the little uh, baby carriage oh, next to him. That's and fi- adorable. And they'll figure out how to make it levitate. Yeah, I, that's not really of a spoiler. That's been like that's been going out the little baby yeah. Yoda. It's been that's out. But so the thing really is, is who who is is that Yoda? Like for me, it's like, is it Yoda reincarnated or what? What is I, it? I share. You know, I'm gonna bring this up for a you. Second. Feel me? I, I feel you. I feel you, dog. Um, I, I saw this meme on Facebook. I'll bring it up right now because it kind of explains um, who this little baby Yoda is. Because that's everyone's. That's what everyone keeps calling him, baby Yoda. But yeah, that's not. This is if you look. Oh, see, I don't want to spoil it too But much, he doesn't but have a species. Yoda Yoda here, I'll, here, I'll, is not known to have a species. Unless they reveal that 
now, so, you so know. So there's a photo little of Yoda. It says, I'm not Yoda, bitch. He died in Return <laughs> of the Jedi. The Mandalorian is post-Empire. And then it has little Han Solo making his little, what, what are but you going to do? With- and it says, we know that, Nerf Herder, but what are we going to call you, baby of whatever species Yoda is? <laughs> so that's like the fun thing is, yeah, we don't know what Yoda is, but this is obviously not Yoda. Well, here's- this, is, this is a post... This is, it's not really a spoiler. It kind of helps, I think, for the for the viewer. I didn't know this. It's like one little piece of dialogue that it's, this story is very much after. Yeah. Like the Ray and this this series that's coming out. This is after that. Maybe, no, it's not, is it? Yes. I thought it was only Verna, after Jedi. No, it's, no, 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 I don't think so. Really? Huh. So you think it's between Jedi I thought it was between Jedi and, Jedi and Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. I don't know though. I took it as it's after all of that. Like this is maybe like a like hundred years. Far. That's what Liz was saying. That like, well, this had to have been hundreds of years after. Let's look it up. Let's look, let's y- you know, that. Yoda. If you look at the, find the tree. You know the they always have the tree of knowledge. <laughs> oh, like the timeline. Yeah, the timeline. Go, not the tree of knowledge. <laughs> Um, um, but when it comes to the g- kind of the lore, you have the emperor is going to be back in Rise of Skywalker, or whatever it's called, right? Because you hear the emperor laugh uh-huh. at the end. We think he's dead, but obviously, oh, he's alive. He's alive. Corey, you are absolutely correct. Yeah. I'm, that, that okay. So I'm glad I looked this up. So, so I, I would say qu- with like quote, ten. Or, or, let me quote. Go ahead, Favreau. Correct. He said that the Mandalorian is set five years after the fall of the Empire. Episode. Let me finish, Corey. Favreau said that the Mandalorian is set five years after the fall of the Empire in Episode Six, Return of the Jedi, and 25 years before the rise of the First Order. The authoritarian regime is firmly in control of the galaxy. In Episode Seven, The Force Awakens. So here's here's my question. Then I don't know how much this is gonna tie into like the last movie, you know, Rise of Skywalker. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I thought it was, but this is not going to now. It's nowhere you, near it. Well, it's yeah, you're right. Because the for, from twenty five from, like from, from day you know? one of Force Awakens to the end of uh, Skywalker, it's been probably two years. Like yeah. I don't know the actual. But you're talking like twenty. 30 years, right? Because that, that's about the timeline there. What if this baby Yoda is actually Yoda reincarnate? Like you have, what's his name? The Emperor is going to come back. Like that, that's he. So there's obviously some force with people who have like either Sith power or, you know, Sith powers. I or, think what you're, you're, what you're going for is what like Marvel did. And yeah. I don't think the Star Wars people are doing that as my, I think the whole point of Favreau's thing was standalone kind of standalone thing. thing yeah. It didn't want to, it's there's little things. Obviously yeah. the Mandalorian is from like Boba Fett. Like there's these are tie-ins for sure. But I mean, maybe, I don't know. Who maybe, knows? maybe they're going to pull this crazy on episode nine that, it, but I just feel like if I don't they were going to do it. Yoda would have been in trailer or something like that. Or at least the last three. Like, yeah. Why would he just show up in the last Skywalker one? It's true. I don't know. I just I'm 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 okay with him just being a new whatever Yoda is. is. Yes, whatever his species is, he's just but he's definitely obviously one of a kind. Like yeah. it's super rare that these get born because the empire is after him. No and wouldn't That's he the whole be point of the show. well wouldn't he be 
extreme, like probably the most powerful Jedi in the galaxy. But he's, at he's this already point, showing some stuff. Yeah. yeah, not to spoil anything, but yeah, we'll get, what, let's yeah. get more into it when it's finally done. But, but yeah, loving it. Because really I want to get on some other things. Um, because what I also want, I've been in the middle of another show that they're slowly putting out episode by episode is um, Imagineering, the is Imagineering the story, and that's basically the story of. Disney and their amusement parks. Not so much just Disneyland. I thought it was going to be just Disneyland. Oh, that'd be great. Which the beginning of of it is. It's, yeah. It, and what I like about it too is they started out basically saying, "Hey, you know, Walt's an amazing." Let me turn down the Mandalorian music a little bit. <laughs> um, I like this music. The music it's is great. In the epic. Show. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, but it basically it starts out. Hey, we know Walt's a great cartoon artist. We all know that. Let's just not, we don't have to talk about that in his like history of a kid. Like we're starting when he thought of Disneyland. Yeah. Right at that time, which I, I appreciate. Cause like, don't waste 10, 20 minutes of showing us what we already know about Walt Disney. What I want to know is how he built Disneyland. And I want, it, it, I, I really want to watch it. It looks amazing. The first episode is my favorite so far. It made me tear up as a huge Disneyland Disney fan. Yeah. I was just the nostalgia of it. Seeing multiple Disneylands. You well, know. that's the other thing. Well, the first one is basically, I think it's just all Disneyland. Anaheim and then, Disney. then they, then they talk about going into Disney world. And Got then, it. And then episode two is like Disney world, Epcot, and then Japan. And, and the failure that is Euro Disney. Well, that's episode three. And, it depends on who you ask on the show because they interview a lot of cool people that some people might say yeah it was a failure economic wise but some people say it's the most beautiful Disneyland on earth it, did you, I, you I think so I didn't it's go I should have went when I was in Paris but well, I, 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 only heard, say, I only heard bad things about it I can't objectively say that because I've only been to it's Disneyland it's not Euro Disney anymore it's Paris. Disneyland Paris yeah, yeah. I've been to Disneyland Paris and I've been to ours I still need. I really want to go to Japan and in Florida. That one, watch the show because I've, as much as I didn't, wasn't really like into them talking about other parks. Yeah, I learned a lot about Japan check and it out. Paris and um, got some and then, binging to do this but, week. Uh, it's a cool behind the scenes look at how all this stuff is, and now they're coming out with another show too. Um, I think it's like called oh shit. Oh, is it the movie? It's isn't it the movie? Isn't it a movie? I thought it was a standalone documentary about the people that work in the the park. Yeah, I believe. Oh, it's just one. I think it was called like Parks or something like that. I forget what it's called, but um, Disneyland documentary. Um, But I've been wanting to watch it because I am fascinated by the behind the scenes stuff. They said that this one was going to be. more behind the scenes, right? What what was going on? Like what what happens? Talk about this new one that's behind, not out yet. Yeah, behind the scenes. What I heard was that they were going to follow a specific person that does. Oh, one like day that. at Disney. That's I think. It. It's a movie. Oh, okay. And it's um takes a look at people behind the house of the mouse. So it's it's definitely going to be a more behind house the scenes of the look. Mouse. I like that they're starting to like open the door to let us see a lot of the magic right i as much as it is to be a kid and go wow how they do that as an adult i go i still go wait how do they do that yeah and then i and then when i do find out how they do it it's like super cool how did you think of that it's i'm always blown away by that stuff and and one of the things with um michael eisner when he like finally came in and some people might when they say that name but (laughs) i mean he did change he did he had a fill 
him and his partner, I forget his partner's name, uh, fill, had to fill some huge shoes. They really did. Not even yeah. just Walt Disney, but then his brother Roy. Yeah. And um, that, and he came from movies, and he wanted to like put people in the movies, like, and they made like the MGM Park, and and that, I I that's assume... why I, I like movies and Disneyland because it, it really you do feel like you're yeah you really in. do like like California Adventure is one of my favorite places. They haven't to gotten be to that now. Yet. Yeah. I love that when place. When it first started, it, it was, sucked. Because yeah. California's like, why do we want to park about somewhere we live already? Yeah. Like, that's weird. Now it really, really delves you into a lot of like, it has a different feel when it comes to their movies. Like when you when you go into Cars Land, it's more about be, like being in the experience as opposed to marveling at the experience. I feel like Disney is always like, I'm marveling at the experience. Mm. Whereas in California Adventure, I'm like, I'm in the experience they're getting better you know? at it especially it's cars really cool. i mean that's not one of my oh, not I my fa- not my favorite pixar movies no it isn't but when you watch that movie and then especially at night and you stand at oh, the end with all the neon you're like holy beautiful. shit this is the street like it's date night central dude. it's 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 so much like the movie it's crazy mm-hmm. so yeah if you're really into disneyland and want to know how the parks work and stuff it's it's pretty great Imagineering, right? And then they have the Jeff Goldblum show, which I haven't, I haven't, I haven't watched that yet. Either. I watched part of yeah. the first episode, and I'm uh, like, this is gonna just take a lot of patience to watch because it's <laughs> yeah, so weird. I think weird. you have to really love Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, too. I love him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, great. I I think it's overall Disney Plus. It's it's pretty great. And there's, I I know at the beginning people were having trouble with like. Yeah, the it, first was, day. it was crashing, but they got to that quick because yeah. it runs better for me than Netflix does. And it's great. Yeah, I haven't had any problems. The only complaint I have as well is when I go back into a show, it sometimes when I say watch, like, you know, continue, watch, it'll take me back to like the beginning of the series. You know what I mean? It's not like continue watching and it takes me exactly. That's where. what I was trying to talk. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't do the continue watching. Yeah, Thank that's you. that's my only problem. And I think they're fixing it. Because I've noticed it's getting better, but yeah, I need to like remember where yeah. I was. But you know, Hulu has a bad hard time. I think doing that too. Netflix yeah. is like the best. They area. got that. It's like, oh shit, yeah, that's is where I was. Like, well done, Netflix. But Netflix, I'm not going to give up on you because you got some great stuff coming out. Yeah. Original movies, stoked. Irishman's coming out. Yeah, I'm so They're, stoked. They want to win an Oscar. They, they want to. They want to win a Best Picture. They're trying yeah. so hard. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Let's, um, let's, great. Uh, cool. Good let's stuff. get on to our next. Little uh, review. Let's do yours. With okay. Post Malone. Let's, um, let's put some music. I'll in the pop some uh, Post Malone on. Um, you know, I'll, I'll preface this by saying I'm not a fan. I don't appreciate his use of auto tune. Like, if you need to sing, learn how to fucking sing. Don't have yeah. a computer. But overall, I like that he's like kind of like this this emo yeah. R&B rap kind of thing and he's like he I've seen videos of him like singing Panic at Disco and all like playing white tees and stuff yeah. so he's like a super emo kid which I like so nothing I, against him but I'm just so my know. first my first big note that I loved about this record is how dark and cold it feels it feels like when I listen to it I feel like almost a cold okay. kind of feeling and I needed a record like this right now. It's just, it's very introspective, like, and I really like the mood of the record. So I think he got that really well. I will agree with like some of the vocal work. It's kind of annoying how much auto-tune there is. I don't understand. Because he seems like he's a really good singer though. Right? Yeah. Like he almost doesn't need that. 
he like you can hear his and, and i just also don't understand the appeal of it it's like people go i want to listen to that sound like, yeah why i know because he, he has a great voice there's not as many i mean you look at all music um yeah, there's not as many as i've seen on some people there's a lot of composers and producers and stuff but it's not as many as usual you know um it's a lot it's a lot more featured artists yeah he has a lot of, and even ozzy osbourne <laughs> it's so weird but he's on one of how the much, songs i wonder i wonder how much he had to pay ozzy to have him on his record yeah i know i i guarantee you that as much as he's probably friends with a lot of these rappers he's got to pay him yeah and it, it is really really well put together i like it as a piece of art i think it's i think it's great i um my big problems are he does he delves a little bit into the rock like he has some guitar like at the beginning of this song (laughs) sorry what's up i just found something kind of funny all right so the main producer on his record yeah lewis bell yeah i just wanted to see what else he's done he's done uh funny enough some kind of fallout boy album greatest hits yeah that's probably just I don't know what that means. Uh, DJ Khaled, uh, Lana Del Rey. Um, what else? But this is what made me laugh. <laughs> what was it? He does kids bop kids. Oh, that's great. Dude, he must make so much fucking <laughs> money, money on just that. Yeah. Because that's uh, a big franchise. Yeah, and he does like a bunch of them. He's got thir- kids kids bop 39, 40. And I really like this song specifically. 37, 38, like he does all that. Oh, and he also does the Now That's What I Call Music. Remember those? Yeah. At least he does those too. The, the, all the infomercials. I don't know how he's a composer. Maybe he's a composer on the songs. Yeah. yeah there's probably a couple uh, of songs. Maybe that's what it helped is. Helped out with. But I like I like it. The, my Like I said, the problem I was having was he he brings out the guitar in some songs. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me back up a little yes, bit. Yes, go. Sorry, just the kids bop thing. He's credited on there because he's a composer on one of the songs they're covering. So oh, they have got it. they have to credit him on the original. That makes sense. So he's not the one doing kids bop, but he does get yeah, residuals from kids bop though, which is kind of Totally. Funny. Sorry. I got that's still kind of funny. Anyways, yeah. continue. Down the rabbit hole. Um well, my big thing is like you can tell he has a background with like guitar and sing, you know, the, the, like raw music, right? And there's not as much guitar as I would like in it. Like there's there's not enough for me. I feel like he could have incorporated a lot more. I know it's a pop album. I know we want electronics, but he's so good at it. Like he's so good at incorporating that. I feel like it would be really good to have I saw some of that. One of my friends on Instagram went and saw him the other day and was posting uh, stories, and he was post was doing a um, like acoustic. That's really cool. But I, I think he still had the auto tune on. That's it's like what? so odd because he's a good. You can hear the technique in his voice, like he has it. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen like you know viral videos of him playing guitar and singing and stuff. Like he's, he's good. He's yeah. Like I don't know why you need that, dude. Yeah. But people, I guess it's just people, people like love that the T-Pain. sound. Yeah. Like, yeah. Once T Pain broke open that floodgate of auto <laughs> now it's everywhere. I also blame Cher too. She was one of the first ones. Oh, I remember like, that. Just crank it up. <laughs> yeah. It's not even you, her voice do anymore. Know, do you know what the original um, idea for auto tune was? Like what? It was pitch correct, right? Yeah, but it's what like, for what instrument? 
Um, was it a voice. horn? Yeah, it was. It was, it was more, it was more br yeah, brass, woodwinds. Because it was just a little like, flat, right? A little bit, like because it's more in your mouth. But then someone was like, "Let's throw it on a vocal track," and yeah. then boom. And yeah, so it wasn't even original for vocals. But I'll say that his his melody is really cool. He's catchy. Oh yeah, he has a lot of really catchy ideas. Absolutely. Um, the beats are super catchy. Super reggae-ish yeah. sounding too. I like it. He's doing something different. And I hated wow. on him so much. Well, it's different than some of the other stuff. Like, I can actually hear what he's saying. Like, he articulates more than the, blah, 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 yeah. the mumble rap, yeah. right? Um, but I, I, I just wish there was more organic instrumentation in it than just yeah. auto-tune and noises. That, that's my, that's, you know, I'm a sucker for it. I grew up on rock music or whatever. And hip hop that had instrumentation in it, and I think he has the skills, so I think he'll, he should start incorporating that a little more. But overall, according to all music, it it doesn't it doesn't say that he wrote this. Yeah, he just has as him as a primary artist. So yeah, he probably. I mean, they gave him some of the songs and said, yeah, you know, one, go. Two, three. Four, five, it's six, it's an seven. industry created project. But when you it know says that. when it says that though, that could just be the music, and yeah. he could be doing the. I, I mean, I know, that's yeah. So I I don't know. Overall, you know, on the scrutiny scale, I went did through. Did you do one? Yeah, I did, okay. and I graded it, and I gave it an eighty nine. Right, that's great. I, I I think it's a really good record. My only problem is I want to hear him do what he does really well, which is like instrumentation. I want to I want to hear some acoustic. I want to hear It'll some, be kind of cool, you know, that he he just did this with a bunch of these rap artists. Yeah. If his next one was like a rock one, like uh, yeah, that would be I mean, really he did, I guess, cool. Ozzy and stuff. But like, if he like hit up Panic at Disco and hit up all Fall Out Boy and all these bands that he yeah. probably loves, and do a fucking rock or even like a version of this, but yeah. with would, with more instrumentation. And I, yeah. I I do like a lot of my kids are really into him, so that kind of inspired. I gotta go back and listen to it. You know what's funny too is if you heard T Pain actually sing, I have not. He, the other thing is he's Good a great singer. singer. <laughs> he's yeah, I've seen clips of him. He's like not bad, and it's it's just the sound people like people it. People love listening, yeah. listening to robots for some yeah, reason. Yeah, I, I guess it's just it's like for again, me. Listening. I'm looking at their parents. Like, what did you do wrong? How did you raise <laughs> this kid wrong, man? Why are you why are they listening to robots? But I mean, I'll go to Should've chain reaction. Should have played Zeppelin. I'll go to chain reaction and listen to Buddy sing, and he's not like perfect singer. That last show was the best I've seen. Buddy, he was he was really he's gotten good. better. I'll yeah. So it's like I'd, I'd although I'd rather hear that like raw yeah. than I would give me human stuff. Yeah, there's always it, even, there's always room for computers and stuff into yeah. music, but it shouldn't take it shouldn't be a crutch and help you. And it kind of takes away from the be, life. It should be effects you know? like something a sound that you've never heard before, but it shouldn't be a crutch. That's yeah. Cool. So that was my review. I I, I would say go listen I'll to check it. it out. Um, it's it's really good all the way through. I like it. It's relaxing, calming. Nice. It's not super loud and obnoxious or mumbly. Like, mm -hmm. I can actually understand it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, go check it out. Post Malone, Hollywood's Bleeding. Um, it's it's older. It came out in September. So, I kind of went back a little for this yeah, one. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. I thought yeah. it was been out for a while, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I just wanted to give my two cents on it. But, yeah, good one. I like it. Cool. What'd you review? I saw two movies. I'll get through them real quick because I don't want to really go through them too too much. And we could probably t channel that down a little. Or you could just pause it. All the way down.
Okay, good. Cool. <laughs> Stop that. Dude. Pause it. I'm giving you enough time. I did. Okay. Um, all right. So the first movie I I watched, um, it's on Netflix. It's directed by Steven Soderbergh, who I am a big fan of. Um, God damn it. Thank you. I Soderbergh, what has he done? Uh, he's probably most notable for like Ocean's 11, 12, oh, 13, yeah. all those movies. Got it. What the hell is... So like action no, thriller, I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't put him in action. He's more like kind of fun this fine line of like comedy drama adventure, maybe I Got guess. It. Um his top four movies, funny enough. Sex Lies and Videotape, never seen, never which I might seen have it. to watch it. Traffic, great movie. Uh Behind the Candelabra. Did you ever see that? No. About um the piano player, uh what's his name? Our listeners are yelling. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, Liberace. Oh, got it. Uh, that was that was pretty fun. And is then Aaron, the, he's also done Aaron Brockovich. So he's, he's been it. around the block. He's a great director. I, I love him. And he has this new movie called The Laundromat on Netflix. Just streaming. It might have hit some theaters, but it's a streaming movie starring um, Antonio Banderas, Gary Oldman, and uh, Meryl Streep. Are probably like the top three actors, which... I mean, they are. They're probably top three actors in one of the top three actors in Hollywood. Um, it's basically the way I looked at it was a kind of knockoff, not a good version of the Big Short. Did you see that? I saw it, and I don't remember it very much. Uh, yeah, that one was about the financial crisis with Steve Carell and. Um, oh yeah, yeah. The, yes, the guy that did Anchorman directed it. I can't think of his name. Um, yeah, that. I do remember it vaguely. Yeah. So, and that was a great example of, and even Vice. Did you see Vice? I did see Vice. Um, he did Vice? Yes. Same guy. That's a good uh, one. I like that. I'm going to get his name right now. Everyone's yelling. Adam McKay. Um, he figured out a great way of educating the dumb public, because that's what we are. We yeah. are the dumb public on these subjects that are really complicated. Got with it. Really funny scenes and then like cutaways where, you know, uh, Margot Robbie's describing something in a bathtub or or how um who's Justin Justin Bieber's old girlfriend, Selena Gomez is doing poker to describe what like uh some kind of economic thing. I just remember those yeah. scenes that they break away and break down this really complicated thing. Kind of an thing. analogy to get the yeah. viewers. And to that's kind of what the laundromat is. It's basically that version of how shell corporations work in like the Caymans and all those island Got companies it. and how um, people, the general public get screwed over by these companies that can just, all, it's all legal and like tax evasion too. That's it's shell corporations and like tax laundering evasion. and everything. And too. Laundry, yeah. Obviously laundering. And they, they, they try to do a lot of subjects under one and it's all apparently all based on true stories. A lot of it. I was like, does that really happen? Like, I know like, you can have some fun, Steven Soderbergh, but did that really happen? Stuff like that. Um, they break the fourth wall a lot with Antonio Banderas and Gary Oldman with their characters. They're like, they play these two real, um, like, attorney accountants that did a huge scam and by yeah. the end of it only had to do like three months of prison time. Spoiler alert. It's crazy. But it's very much like those other movies where they're trying to describe these very complicated economic money terms into very condensed fun See, things. I dig that. Cause yeah. it's, it, yeah, I, I, learned I love a lot. those kind of movies, but versus the big short and the vice and vice that have come out. Those yeah. are like, 
the really good ones. This what this one didn't really hit it that much. Didn't hit as much. I, I feel like it could have been a lot better if it was like maybe a little mini series where they broke it down and maybe into like three different parts. Um, but Meryl Streep is great. She's like, when is she not great? Um, oh, she, she's she plays, wonderful. She plays like this elderly woman that loses her husband in a tragic accident and tries to get insurance and through all these bullshit things that this company did, she yeah. like gets nothing. And so she's like pissed because everyone's telling her that's just the way it is. You just got to sit there and eat. It. And she's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to go find these people. Yeah. And she like tracks down and helps kind of help these people get, you know, taken down. But they're only one of like hundreds of companies that do this. And by the end of it, they, they say, you know, the top like 10 companies in America paid zero taxes in 2018 or 17 or whatever. And it's like, it is a big, like, what the hell? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what is like, that is a problem. And there's, we all pay that. And there's clips you know? of Obama saying, yeah, this is legal. Nothing we can do about it. That's, that's pretty good. Obama right there. Is that pretty good? Or you kind of sound like well, um, was a little, little bit of like a <laughs> Hank Hill. Or Hank, something. Hank Hill. Um, <laughs> but uh, overall, it was it was good. Uh, I did a scrutiny scale on it, and I gave it a seventy five. Um, the actors they did a great job. I th- I just think Soderbergh was biting off too much than he can chew. Maybe too I, many subjects covered at once. A little bit in the in the era now of like series, even yeah. like little ones. I, I spend all that money on like just spread it out. Yeah, over a few know. episodes. But it, compared to everything else, it's it's pretty good. Um, so if you want to educate yourself on boring money shit, laundromat. the Laundromat on Netflix. Um, <clears throat> then the next movie I watched, this one has a little of a backstory to it. It is called The Current War. Have you heard of this one? I have not. Is it on Netflix? No. Um, so here's, here's a story with The Current War. Um, it was a movie that was originally... Um, Made by Miramax, um, Harvey Weinstein's company. Oh, yeah. So all that shit went down and Miramax and is then, no, pfft, no more. Yeah. So then there was all these movies in like post, pre, mid and post production. And that, they had no home. So and then Current War was on there. It was like Who done. Who picked it up? Um, I forget, but someone bought it and it was already potentially going to be like award season. Yeah. And then they pushed it and and then they, they even went out. It was like in 2017. That's how far it was. That's when it originally came out. Went to like a festival and it was like people thought it was all right. And now they've re-released it again for award season this year um, and recut it apparently. Um, it's it's uh, directed by Alfonso Gomez Rion, who also has done, bringing this up right now, um, Me and the Dying Girl and uh, Argo and a few American Horror Stories. I liked Me and the Dying Girl. Did you ever see that? It's a real bummer. I have not. It's a real bummer of a movie, but... It's it's good, um, but uh, this stars uh, Tom Holland. Actually, no, he. I'll get to him in a second. Be- Benedict Cumberbatch, who plays Thomas Edison, um, Michael <laughs> Shannon, who plays George Westinghouse, and then yeah, Tom Holland plays Thomas Edison's assistant Samuel Insull, who dug ditches. Who didn't Thomas Edison make somebody dig ditches for him? Oh, um, and that's yeah, that's the fourth guy. Um, <laughs> so they do show uh, that no, but they ditches. talk about it. The guy that plays Nikola Tesla, <laughs> Nicholas Holt. Yeah, he has a scene where he talks about he he originally worked. He went and applied at Edison, and he he hired him. Um, and he worked for him for a while, and he quit because he was pissed off about 
he kept telling Edison, hey, AC current is better than DC. And he's like, yeah. no, fuck you. I'm competing with Westinghouse and he's AC and I'm yeah. DC. I'm standing my ground. And he's like, you're wrong. You're wrong. And he just wouldn't listen. So Tesla's like, peace out. I'm out. And then he talk, later in the movie, he talks about how he was broke and just needed some money. And so when he went out and dug ditches in his like nice clothes. And funny enough, yeah, it was for. Why did they dig ditches? To for the wires for Edison. Interesting. For copper wires. So you know yeah, how he, I learned even, all that? He even made a comment of saying, Yeah, I was felt like I was digging my own grave. Yeah, yeah. I learned that all from drunk history. Okay, yeah, they did a great version <laughs> of that. Yeah, yeah. If you've never seen drunk history, that's, that's a great, great little YouTube clips. So it's, yeah, another great like history lesson. But yeah, um, I well, so so it was it's, set, a, it's the story of know, the Edison and electricity right? coming to America, basically. That's cool. And I learned a bunch of things I didn't know. Um Compared to like the laundromat where I was like, did that really happen? This a lot of this stuff was, was like, yeah, you knew it happened because a lot of scenes, there was like one scene in particular where Westinghouse and Edison are talking to each other at the World's Fair and it's like this back and forth that's really great and you're like, did that really happen? Yeah. But they do, in a couple of scenes, you see that there's people around them. There's always people around Edison. He was like the the deal, like the Elon yeah, Musk. Yeah, he was so When he leaves the room... Everyone leaves too, and he's Westinghouse is just left there. So, like, these little conversations that could happen because there was witnesses there that said, Yeah, they they saw each other at the World's Fair kind of thing. Um, yeah, learned a bunch of things I didn't know. Um, I don't think, again, with like the laundromat, this would have been so much better over like multiple episodes. It just they had to do so much under two hours. Yeah. This is a long movie too, and they just so much stuff, and they feel like they they sped over a lot of things and then spent too much st- time on like they spent way too much time on Edison's. Um, I heard that too. Edison's wife dying. Spoiler yeah. alert. Like, I know that's important, but what the hell is that? Is <laughs> Hold cat? on. I have to go yell at my cat. There's something going on. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to talk about something. I'm just, I'm going to describe what Corey is doing. He's getting up. He's going to go tackle the cat. Or hey, the- get the hell out of there. Get out. What was he messing with? The doors on the... No, yeah, go. <laughs> He's running. <laughs> the Navi? Yeah. Well, producer. Um, yeah, another educational thing. Uh, I loved the look of this. The movie looked great. Um, the characters were really... Um, Believable? Their... Yeah. Um, I love Michael Shannon. And Benedict Cumberbatch is awesome. He is great. You know, and I was... Because he's he's really the main focus. Of, yeah. Like as much as Westinghouse is, it is Edison's Edison. show. And I was like, does he really look like him? And I actually pulled up a, a young photo of Edison, and he does look kind of like Ben or Benedict Cumberbatch looks like him a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And um, it's funny. He's a, you know he's a European actor, British. Yeah. And he acts the American part really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really well. Um, yeah, it's just kind of a fun. Uh, I, I I feel like this movie could have been really great. Yeah. When I first saw the trailer back in 2006, I was like, "Wow, this is gonna be this is awesome. Great subject. Some things that never people has never seen before." The, yeah. And one thing I really liked is they sat on certain moments in history that people don't think about nowadays. And one of them was like. Westinghouse asked Edison, like, what was the feeling when you first lit up the light bulb? Oh, that's something everybody probably would want to know. But no one thinks about like, yeah, people just turn on lights now and don't think about it. And they do this really good. uh, 
speech about how his feelings and and it was it was really great how he did, did, did that scene and like the when they first light up New York like they Edison first does like these two corners of this block yeah with and he's talking to these people this huge crowd with no PA speaker he's just like having to yell as loud as yeah. he can and then they light up these two buildings and That's we think so nothing crazy. of it but yeah. you try to put your shoes in that moment like holy shit like we are harnessing lightning yeah and and then he in order to light the city and they also mentioned as much as this is about like electricity they they talk a little bit about edison's other inventions like the photograph and then he didn't kind of touch on him getting into movies he did a lot yeah yeah oh he had a whole he kind of mentioned his whole book he mentions that like i have lists of inventions that i'll never be able to create in my whole life like I, i i just keep thinking of things and he, yeah he kept and then even like nikola tesla he came up with things like why do we need wires yeah <laughs> he says that to uh, westinghouse and westinghouse is like oh shit <laughs> do we um man i gotta see this it's what? pretty good I, I i wish it was better yeah um, i actually scrutiny scale what was yeah your i gave scale? it actually a better um score than i thought it was going to be 89 oh nice in my head i probably would have given it like a 75 but going back on my screen scale it's almost a 90 yeah just um, I, I i'm interested yeah, and I hope it, gets, I hope it gets nominated for something. I don't think it is, but... Can I ask one more question about absolutely. it? Was was Mark Twain in it? No. Dang it. Because he, he actually went to the World's Fair and was like super into that they stuff. They don't... It all leads up to the Chicago's World's Fair. Yeah. That's what they're two... The two of them are like uh, competing for. And then when they do get there, it's not like... It's not a big... Like, it is, but they don't show... one. There is one scene where uh, Edison is getting interviewed or not interviewed. Um, he's in front of Congress. Yeah. Um, as a witness or something for some, like a death. And there is someone in the audience that looks like Albert Einstein and they don't mention it, it but might he's, be Mark Twain. Just, Cause they look, no, similar it was, it was more Einstein looking. Okay. Yeah. But maybe I wasn't even looking, but they could have put it, I mean, lose a little Easter That's eggs funny. in the, um, oh, the movie. But yeah, it's, if it's a subject that you guys find, I, I I love that time time period yeah. in oh, America. Oh, the, really cool. the sets and the outfits, man. I check it out. Awesome. So uh, yeah, Laundromat, The Current War. I would watch The Current War. Laundromat was like, eh. All right. If you got nothing to watch, then watch the Laundromat. Yeah. But well, current- I am a three and a half hour movie on Wednesday, which is what's that? The Irishman it comes out Wednesday. Oh, are you gonna watch it on TV? Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna see if I, I can I, find it. I theaters. would, but I just, I need to see it. I'm yeah. a huge, oh yeah, Scorsese is my, like, you gotta go still watch The Comedian, or the king, the king of Comedy, that's what it's called, The King of Comedy. I'll check that out. Because it's very much like The Joker. Which is great. Yeah. Um, cool. Let's get on to, uh, oh, easy. Glad that's empty. Oh yeah, by the way, this episode again is unofficially sponsored by Coffee Code. Commercial break. <laughs> Coffee Code. Uh, I'm drinking the Americano today. You're drinking a pour over. What kind of pour over? I forget did you... what it was. He was like, "What coffee do you want?" I was like, "Dude, just pick one. Like whatever did one you want." Did he sound like Obama? Like, what coffee do you want? Is that my my go to impression? <laughs> it was the it was the teal one. I don't, I don't know. All I know is it's probably by what's that company called? Oh my gosh. I forget what it's called, but I always buy their coffee over there. Man, it smelled so good walking to their store this morning. It was like at 10 and just all the beans and and then like they make pastries and stuff too. And it was pretty, I was kind of worried they weren't going to be open on Sunday. Yeah. They're always open on, but it was kind of, it was kind of crowded. 
It's good. Yeah. I love but, it. Again, yeah. Go get go good check out Coffee Code. There you go. On La Palma and Beach area. Yeah, La Palma and Beach. Probably closest cross street. In Anaheim. There you go. Uh or actually Buena Park. Buena Park. Sorry. So let's get into our favorite voice over actors or voice actors. Um, yeah. So why don't you start? Because I was talking for a while. Mine um my top three are pretty well known. Um, when you think about it, but my first is Mike judge. Um, he was, he's actually born in Ecuador, but was a American actor. Um, he's written tons of stuff. Silicon Valley, great show. Um, worked on King of the Hill, Beavis and Butthead. Um, did a couple movies, office space, idiocracy. Love office space. Oh, idiocracy is great. Too. That's great too. What about extract? Have you seen that? I did see that with, I didn't uh, see that. uh, what's his name? I am just going blank today with names. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. It's about the factory where they make like plum extract or something, some weird thing. It's all right. I think Ben Affleck's in it too. Weirdly. Interesting. It's not a, the greatest Mike Judd movie. Anyways, and, and but we're not talking appar- about live action. Yeah. Apparently he worked on the Simpsons as well. Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. For a little bit. I don't and any Greg Daniels and him developed King of the Hill. Um, in Wait, Greg Daniels from The Office? Um, or I believe. Parks me, and Rec? Is that the same? Let me see. Um, yeah, Parks and Rec. Holy shit. In The Office. I didn't know that. They He worked on The Simpsons and they both, him, I think, Greg Daniels and um, Mike Judge actually developed King of the Hill. So they were the, you know, the, the heads behind that. Um, and such a good show. But I I think we both oh. picked out some some of our favorite characters that they played. Um, so I have, yeah, we got some clips too. I'm going to play a clip from, um, one of my favorite shows real quick. Let's see if you guys can hear it. Hopefully the sound is good. Uh, no, we're here to look at the TV. Oh, Tom didn't tell me it was broken. Go on in. Cool. (laughs) Well, that ought to hold her. You know, the most important thing you can have on a camper is a good butane regulator. Butane. He doesn't say propane. I sure hope that fridge fixed. This now, part Marcy, right here. we've been planning and saving up for this trip our whole lives, and we're going to go come hell or high water. What in the hell is that? <laughs> They're like watching TV in his camper. Uh, must be them damn buzzard hogs. <laughs> is this from the movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I love the movie. It's so good. <laughs> so I love Beavis and Butthead's voice, but my focus here is Anderson. Mr. Anderson. Is that Hank Hill? Yeah, it's basic. Okay, uh, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. Watch, here. look, here right here. Tom. What? The TV ain't broken. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> this is my favorite. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you two look kind of familiar. <laughs> ain't you them kids that have been whacking off in my tool shed? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of my favorite lines. It's like shed. one of my favorite lines ever. It's just like. <laughs> He walks into his Wait, tool shed. Are they both whacking off or they go individually? <laughs> I don't know. It's probably <laughs> like individually. I yeah, I couldn't do it but, with my friend there. <laughs> but anyway, um, he actually, Mr. Anderson um, inspired a lot of what yeah. H- Hank Hill is. 
and he talks about it in some of his interviews that it was he used to go to this guy's house and he sounded a lot like him. Yeah, what if, yeah, I think I've heard is everything he's kind of based his stuff yeah. on is people he's he's run people into. People he's run into. Yeah. So that was one. Especially in Texas. So I was I know that Beavis and Butthead are amazing and he, I love and their voices. He did all three of those. Yeah. He does Beavis and Butthead and, and wow. Mr. Anderson. And Mr. Anderson and he also does the principal. The, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Guy. But um <laughs> Mr. Anderson like it, just his wry boring voice is so funny well, let's just call him hank hill yeah so That's basically hank hill yeah. um, and that was probably the because i remember him in the show a little yeah. bit but that was like the best version of hank hill in the movie and yeah then, yeah and then they moved on it almost yeah it sounded almost like him and it then my second favorite um, judge. okay mike judge is this man i'll tell you what hank about it and ain't old meaning of life man it's like this man He's like a butterfly flapping his wings deep down in the forest, man. It's going to cause a tree fall like 5,000 miles away, man. Ain't, ain't nobody <laughs> no, see it. Nobody is. don't don't even happen. You know, the baby's born into this world, and they don't, they don't got any friends. got no, nothing but to go come in and find out all about them. No evil, man. <laughs> Man, see, like, you don't need to know, man. We're gonna, it's like you're born into this world, man. And you got, like, it's like this, man. There's dust in the wind, man. Or like it's a dang old candle in the wind, man. It's gonna, like it a, don't matter, man. It's an old, old, old town. You know what I it's think, man? Like, like that. You could totally hear someone talking like this. You know who it's, that it, is, right? Boomhauer. Boomhauer. I like Boom what he says at the end. Oh, I think, much. therefore, you are, man. Right. Well, that's what we tell ourselves, isn't it, Boomhauer? It's all that. And I love that every time. Um, Boomhauer talks it, it, like Hank Hill understands him yeah, and like, is yeah. really like, yeah, you get the yeah. Gist. And <laughs> that whole moment w- was one of my favorite Boomhauer moments because it's the philosophy of life. Like, yeah. we're just all dust in the wind. But he says, and just the ability because I've watched him actually record some of these things, he goes back and forth between them, oh, yeah, like on a mic. It's so crazy. In cool. such mundane, yeah, like I said, it's not. It doesn't sound like a cartoon character. Yeah. It's it's funny because it's so relatable. Human, yeah. You can see a real person talking like that. Yeah. yeah. So my top, or not my, I'm not going to say top or bottom, but one of my favorites is is Mike Judge. He's just great. Nice. How about one of yours? All right. So I'll go uh, to another Did classic you, guy. Um, you know, I guess I can guess the character. I don't know. This is pretty easy because the Got video I, the video I have is him ta- kind of breaking down uh, a lot of his stuff. Uh, but my my number one, well, I guess he's my number three. He's not my yeah. We're not doing favorites or anything. anything yeah. But my first one is uh, Billy West. He's done Great. another bunch of just cartoons that we grew up on. And uh, I found this video. It's, it's just two minutes long, and we don't have to play the whole thing. But it's him kind of breaking down all of his. Um, oh wait, I got to bring it up on my phone. I'm sorry. Have so Billy on. Billy West, just a little background. He's done so many voices well, the, on, like, right he's gonna bring it up right now he actually tells you yeah that's awesome but airdrop this real quick to my phone <laughs> that's like your airdrop song have you ever been airdropped really inappropriate stuff no but i've heard people do that i've kind of wanted to do that <laughs> to other my, people too <laughs> i'll tell you a story later about one of my cousins he does that it's me doug i may not be the yes, president yeah Dear Journal, it's me, Doug. I may not be the president. Yeah! On Nickelodeon in the 90s, I was the voice of Doug Funny, Roger Clot, 
Ren, and Stimpy. Oh, his voice. <laughs> what a decade. <laughs> Love it. I put a tiny little bit of my own self into each character. Give me a Doug Funny. Hi, everybody. This is Doug Funny. So oh, cool. I got such a crush on Patty Mayonnaise. I was pretty much like that at 11 years old. I used to fantasize a lot. You know, I could entertain myself for hours. And what about Roger? Hey, you're the biggest loser I ever saw. <laughs> he was based on a bully that used to bother me. How about Ren? <laughs> Will you shut up, you fool? Yes, I shall kill you. And that one's great. Hey, Ren, I picked a nose goblin. I picked it myself. <laughs> Do you still entertain yourself? I'm sick of myself. <laughs> You also oh did Futurama, God, Philip J. Futurama. Man, all this constant exposure to radiation is making me thirsty. Shut up and take my <laughs> money! I sounded just like that when he I was does. Yeah. I was all whiny and nasally. I'm also if I broke a string on stage, kind you know, of reminded like, ah, of man, Michael J. Fox and Dr. in Back Zoidberg? to the Future. Young lady, bring me a sandwich from the dumpster <laughs> and leave the maggots on it. How <laughs> 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 do you do that? See, that's a good one. It doesn't sound like that. Wow. Professor Farnsworth? Good news, everyone. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Brannigan? She's a beautiful ship, all right. I'm going to fly her Oh, that one's out. based yeah. on... I'm very fortunate. Uh, Phil really Hartman a little bit. I can do what I do, and I just want to keep coming to work until they tell you don't come in anymore. And there's a final void. Mwah! Goodbye. So good. And yeah, you can so hear the Bugs Bunny, of course. Yeah, he, he does. He did do a Bugs Bunny. Like at a later time. Yeah. He's done a bunch of other ones. But oh, like, man. That kind of covered at least my favorite, Ren and Stimpy, Doug, and uh, yeah. Futurama. I love Simpsons. Honestly, uh, this might sound a little weird, but I, if I had to choose one or the other to watch the rest of my life, I'd watch Futurama. And that's here, what I was brought up on. Kind the, of. This is actually, I am a huge Simpsons fan. Yeah. Seasons one through ten. Not like any farther <laughs> I start to get kind of okay, there. but future the like, same thing with me. Futurama is an incredibly written show. Mm -hmm. There's some serious episodes. There's really really deep episodes. Yeah. I love it. It's so smart. It gets kind of overshadowed by The Simpsons, obviously. Yeah, I, I think everyone can agree it's to a great that. Great show though. Yeah. So, and uh, he, I, I like uh, to bring up Fry. Like he does remind me of an amalgamation of like Doug. Yeah. And then even he wears like the red jacket. He always reminds me of Marty McFly. And he, yeah, that's a good comparison. And even like the Roger Klotz kind of sounded like a Doug, but just yeah. a little bit more whiny. Yeah. But hey. but then then he does the Farmsworth. That's like totally yeah. a different voice. So and he Zoidberg. Yeah, or Zoidberg. That's what actually I was trying to think of. Um, but like his regular kind of dude voice it's all kind of sounds the same yeah yeah totally but it's still funny i mean they all have their own kind of St characteristics to it stimpy even sounds like some of his regular characters but with a little more but hey man wacky. If, it, if it don't if it's not broken don't fix it yeah i, I know really so yeah my uh my first one is uh billy west so what's your number two That's awesome my number two is dan castellaneta um this is the guy i don't know right you know him this isn't the video game guy no, I okay. didn't do. I didn't end up doing the video game guy just because there was it was too way deep, too, too deep, deep and nerdy. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but I don't know this. I don't know this. Recognize his name. Who's this guy? Dan Castellaneta. Um, I'll play a couple of his yeah. voices. Let's see. So let's see if you remind you remember this. Grandpa, I need to talk to you. Hey, on me. Principal Wart's called. He said you're in big trouble. 
that you're this far from being expelled. What does he know? He's just an old fart. Grandpa! <laughs> Make your point, Arnold. I'm busy. You recognize what it? What happened? You were doing great. You were passing all your tests. Oh. Don't you want to get your hey, diploma? Hey, Arnold? Yeah. Oh. I'm through with school. I'm chucking the whole education thing. But you're so close. <laughs> when Grandpa has to dream. go back to high up. school to Why get his diploma. Why are you doing this? Why are you skipping school and acting <laughs> tough and getting in trouble? Because... But, um, gra uh, Grandpa Wait. Phil, one of my favorite. I'm scared. I'm scared, okay? Scared of what? That I can't do it. That, that I'll fail. <laughs> Just that old man voice gets yeah. me. And this is this. So, is, is that the same guy doing both voices? No. Oh, okay. Arnold was a kid oh, okay. um, that did that. But, but Grandpa Phil, he always. He was a really quirky old man that kind of always had That's some kind of issue. That's a good old man voice for sure. It yeah. is very good. Um, and I remember Arnold would always come to him and talk to him about, you know, his issues. And he would kind of try to help him through with his yeah. silly old man antics. But this one was from an episode where he has to get his, his grade school diploma. <laughs> and the principal, like says like he, you're not going to school and it's this whole funny thing but um he has a he, dan Cuslaneta, mm. who does that voice has a huge range because yeah what else next is, is this dealing how could you haven't you learned anything from that guy who gives those sermons at church captain really? what's his name he has homework we live in a society of laws Okay. Why do you think I took in all those Police Academy movies? For fun? <laughs> well, I didn't hear anybody laughing. Did you? <laughs> Except that that guy who made sound effects. <laughs> hog, hog. Hog, hog. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, yeah. Stay out of my booze. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Homer Simpson is... Iconic, of course. Love him. Um, actually, Dan Castellaneta did a lot of voices. I was just going to say, a lot of those guys that do, and girls that on that show, do more than one voice. So who else has he done? Grandpa Simpson. Okay. Barney Gumble, Krusty the Clown, Groundskeeper <laughs> Willie, Mayor Quimby, Hans Molman, the little guy with the glasses. Oh, okay. Sideshow Mel, Itchy, Kodos, one of the uh, oh, the aliens. Oh, okay. Um, Arnie Pie. Um, squeaky voice teen. I don't know that one. Hey, the guy who always like is doing like a, like a, like a, um, movie. Like he's a movie clerk. He gives them the tickets. Oh, he has yeah, a squeaky yeah. voice. They call him squeaky voice teen. Okay. Um, just everybody. Yeah, that's a good list. He's, it's crazy. Um, I love. You could pro we could probably put everyone on that show on our list. Yes, because I mean, then they all they all branch off and do other things too, though. But I mean, he. I mean, he did. He was in Futurama. The as range. The, oh yeah. Is the devil? Okay. So I'm um, sure. I'm sure all of those people have probably done at least one voice on Futurama. Yeah. And he was in a movie. Oh, what movie was he in? Was it the Simpsons movie? <laughs> no, 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 no. He was in a actual movie where he was like a real person. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, was well, it Elf? IMDb or no, not Elf. Um, yeah, yeah, let me IMDb him real quick. Um, but Dan Castellaneta is so versatile with his voice. He can do the highs and the lows, and he was actually like theatrically trained. Um, so that's really good too. Um, let me see. He. If I was gonna choose someone on The Simpsons. I thought I'd probably pick Hank Azaria. That guy is so freaking talented. It's it's crazy, just with the voices, and then he nails it too with like real live action acting. Um, what movies has he been in? Dan Castellaneta was in. 
A lot, actually. I mean, he did voices in Space Jam for Bugs Bunny. Oh, he so was he did in Bugs Bunny too, huh? Cat in the Hat, The Pursuit of... Ha- or I don't know if he did Bugs Bunny. Sorry. No. Not Bugs Bunny. Somebody in Space Jam. Okay. Uh, the Pursuit of Happiness. He was in that. Will Remember Smith that one? Yeah, the Will Smith. Smith movie? I don't know who he plays. Um, Lots of cartoons. He's mostly a cartoon actor. I ca- I cannot remember the movie he was in. Maybe he's uncredited in the the movie. Um, this is shoot. great stuff, Corey. Yeah, I know. Great sorry. radio. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, he was in um Fantastic Four, apparently. Probably a voice. Yeah, I don't know. Parks and Rec. There you go. He was in Parks what and Recreation. He, what is he in Parks? Dairy Murbles. He was in the Pawnee Commons one, Born and Raised. Oh, yeah, I know this guy's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's what I was thinking. It wasn't a movie. It was Parks and Rec. Gotcha. Got it. Sorry about that. That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. He's the he's the Pawnee. He's the radio host. Yeah, the radio host. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the NPR. Jerry Durbles or whatever. Yeah, yeah. This guy, yeah, he's. He is a good actor. He's uh, like really a really good voice actor. He's been in some other movies. Stuff too. Yeah, I remember him sitting behind a desk as a boss. Super Eight. He was in Super remember. Eight. Yeah, he was in that too. Cool. That's Shoot. not that's not who I was picturing as Homer. That's funny. yeah. He, it's funny when he does it. He makes these like faces. It's, it's it, yeah. Really, really. <laughs> you kind of have to to make yeah. some of those voices, but it's fun to s- finally see the face that makes that voice. Yeah, like, you Whoa. grew up on it. Or even like like radio DJs. I remember like. Listening to Kevin and Bean forever, or Mark and Brian. Finally seeing, and then you them. finally see him. Like, oh, that's, that's not at not all how I pictured it in my yeah. face. Yeah, and, uh, uh, that's great. I think everyone kind of knows what we look like. Just <laughs> two. We could probably be brothers. Probably. Yeah. Some we people could. might even think we are <laughs> white bearded, <laughs> redheaded guys. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, uh, Dan Cast. How do you pronounce it? Dan Castellaneta. That's a good last name. I like, it is a very strong last name, but he's one of my top. Great. Two. Awesome. All right, my number two is actually two guys. I'm a, and this isn't from their the thing they're most famous for, but I just love this song so much. Oh, God. <laughs> I love these guys. So it's Trey Parker and Matt Stone from South Park, but always this is from Team America. Just an example of another thing. They're fucking amazing. Oh, so amazing. Um, <laughs> the song's so great. Um, these guys, <laughs> I think, are so underrated. They are. I mean, the people that love South Park get it. Yeah. The people that don't watch South Park, just these guys are so genius. And then they, you know, they do a movie like this, and then they do like the Book of Mormon. Oh my gosh, and, and which it, is incredible. As cr- ridiculous as South Park is. Some of their episodes are so brilliant, like like Always Sunny. Like yeah. as ridiculous as they get at the end of the day or end of the episode, it's something that makes you think, like something exactly. to think about. It's like, oh shit! Like as as funny as this is, it's kind of a serious thing that we should like look into. South Park. Growing up, I I, I grew up on. I shouldn't have, but I grew up on South Park. <laughs> I watched episode one when I was younger. I remember seeing it. Yeah, and how it's evolved is incredible. Their voices, the things. They so here's do a here's with a South voice. Park clip. This is, oh yeah, and th- this is the the one I picked of Trey Parker is Randy Marsh. He's the best. Yeah, he's great. He's a wonderful, wonderful character. He hilarious. 
he's just the most ridiculous character out of yeah. a lot of as much as Cartman is. He does Cartman too, but here we go. What do you want to do, huh? What do you want to do? <laughs> Sit down. For what? Arresting me for what? I'm not allowed to stand up for myself. I thought this was America, huh? Isn't this America? I'm sorry. I thought this was America. Yeah! Obama! <laughs> that was such a great episode. <laughs> we effort did it! Buffalo soldier! <laughs> There's balls in a wheelbarrow. Stolen from Africa! Brought into America! <laughs> she was fighting on your rival! But the fault lies in all of you! You! Who bought that $300,000 house when you only had $20,000 to put down! You! Who bought that third car, even though only two people in your home drive? It is it's... time to stop pointing fingers. Finger pointing gets us nowhere. Steve. <laughs> it's so. Steve. It's, <laughs> it's so. Um, he he's like, if you've read Shakespeare, like you have Festy, the the fool who speaks truth. Mm. Um, he, he's just like that. Like okay. he's really dumb. But what he's saying is like kind of true. Yeah. And in a weird way where we would all say it in our head. You know what I mean? You wouldn't say that out loud, but he says it out loud. In as ridiculous way as possible. Yeah. So that's my favorite character from Trey. But I want to give Matt Stone yeah. a little props. Oh, heck yeah. He does some great voices. And one of my favorites from uh, from Matt is, it's got to be this guy. Warning saying, I don't own this video. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Hold up. Here it is right here. By clicking agree, you are also acknowledging that Apple may sew your mouth to the butthole of another iTunes <laughs> user. Hold up, here so it is now they right pitched here. it up. So By this is the real voice. By clicking agree, you are also acknowledging that Apple may sew so your mouth butters, to yeah. the butthole yeah, of another so yeah, iTunes we'll... user. <laughs> so butters is butters might be like the other, the same. Character. What's the guy from Shakespeare you were just saying? Uh, Festy. Yeah, he's kind of like that too. He's he's so naive and stuff but then yeah. he's very truthful what he's it, talking about and he's very innocent he like kind yeah. of embodies innocence exactly. but they all taint him yeah exactly. like he, he he's kind of like the almost the christ figure of them like oh. he he uh, I wouldn't have gone that far but okay he like he is always sacrificed in every episode he's pretty in. much on oh, him and kenny yeah <laughs> but um yeah i mean some people might say hey well they they mess with their voice to make them sound like kids but yeah but it's still a really great performance yeah um and you got to make them sound like kids absolutely uh, but they also do like randy marsh obviously doesn't have to be pitch shift like, he, he doesn't have to do that have you seen them bring their kiddos in they they have their oh, yeah. kids do voices too, and then like the, the little babies the six days to air thing yeah. that was great if you guys haven't seen that and you're a fan of south park go watch or six days to air i think it's on youtube or if you're not go watch it that's and true just see what and then you might understand how like yeah it's poop and fart humor but it's genius yeah it's it really like is the, it's the best <laughs> poop and fart humor <laughs> on the planet it's like uh, smart poop and fart yeah jokes it's like somebody sitting on a toilet with like a mortar board on their head i actually just saw another uh little like interview thing with vice vice went in and kind of did the same thing and they kind of followed them through the day and yeah. how they they uh start from zero idea to the end of an amazing thing by the end of the week and the only thing i don't like the last little comment about south park is the these last few episodes our seasons have been like storylined stuff yeah not a big fan of that i'd rather do the, the old school way where it's like standalone episodes where they make fun of one thing but anyways train park or a uh, train mat they're great they're great they they 
they have crossed the threshold that many people won't. And I think making people feel uncomfortable is important. Oh, um, that's one of the basis of comedy of making you laugh. You're laughing at something that shouldn't be laughed at. Yeah, it's they like this. Yeah, they they don't hold anything back, and they hit both sides of everything. Mm-hmm. So, I think if you're if you're not a fan now, go check it out. Go watch what they're all about, and you'll you'll learn to. I love think they're it. one of the few en- entities now that can say whatever they want and they yeah. can't get like me too or anything no. like a lot of these f- f- shows and people have to like apologize. Yeah. These guys will never apologize. When I think it's because they, they're like, this is truth. This is just what we see in yeah. front they of had us. Some controversy come out recently with the Hong Kong China thing where they, Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly, but they were basically, they told the Chinese government was said like told, told them to apologize. And they're like, they didn't. They're just basically they told them to go fuck it, off. It, but like, they did. But they did it yeah. in like a really yeah, mean like way, sarcastic, yeah, yeah. passive aggressive way, which is beautiful. And they almost started World War Three. Yeah. Wait. No. So. Oh no. No. I'm sorry. That's wrong. They. Uh, it was Seth Rogen and James Franco. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 They were the ones. But I don't think they helped. <laughs> nope. Um, so cool. So what's your uh, what's your last one? My last one is Jim Cummings. Jim Cummings. Um, Good one. Such a wide range. Um, he's done almost 400 voice acting roles. <laughs> Anywhere from Disney to, to, you know, anything, basically. Um, he is a genius, like just the way he uses his voice. So I picked two characters. One, I don't know that you'll be able to pick out or not, but let's check. Let's see. So tell me, Goof, is that kid of yours still giving you guff? I don't know what's wrong. Just seems like everything I try only drives Max further away. Like goofy? Not goofy, the other. Maybe you ought to just back off. I don't know. Wrong goof. Look, oh. if you keep them under your thumb, they'll never end up in the gutter. Pete, the big, big dog. Like, Too bad, Pete. Almost. Big Almost. fat dog. Watch this. Is this from a goofy movie? Yep. Such a good movie. That's on Disney Plus now, right? Yes. Yeah. Wonderful movie. If you have not seen Goofy Movie, it's so good. Um, He's got a very... It's a very good cartoon. He does. Just kind of like... um, uh, Billy West. How he... Some of his... Sorry, that was kind of loud. Um, How Billy West's voice, Doug and Roger and even... uh, the guy from Futurama. Yeah. They all kind of sound the same. So he has this like distinct cartoon Gravelly. voice that, that, can, that can, I've definitely heard that in other characters before. Yeah. And if you've played Skyrim, you nerds out there. Okay. Elder Scrolls Skyrim. Um, he does like tons of voices in that. And I'll like, if I'm playing, cause it's an open world game. So you go to like different towns and yeah. meet people and talk to them. Yeah. I know of the game. He yeah. does a ton, ton of, of voices. Nice. I'm like, wait, <laughs> I, I met that. that guy in the other town, but it's the same voice. Did, did he do Goofy in that too? No, no. he didn't do Goofy. Um, he's he's more of like a he has like a gravelly voice, or like he well, can go really like. I was gonna say my first introduction to him was I don't know if you're gonna bring him up, but Winnie the Pooh. Yep, and he does like all of them, right? This is yeah, this is kind of a little Easter egg. I hope you can hear it because it's audio from a um, a convention, and it's. Jim Cummings reads Star Wars as Darth Pooh. 
and Darkwing <laughs> Dane Jr. Okay, I'm so, excited to hear this. So let's see. <laughs> Several transmissions were winged to the ship by a rebel spy. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to know what happened to the plans they sent you. <laughs> That was pretty it's good. So good. He um Winnie the Pooh. I mean he did Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Pid- Piglet. Eeyore too? Um I don't I don't know that he did Eeyore. I think he does all of them. Um I went and saw that most recent one with um not Jude Law, but uh Urin McGregor. Um it was like the Christopher Robin movie. Oh, yeah. that was a good movie. You know, it, the animation was eh. But yeah. it teared me up. I mean, the first scene is oh, little, so little Christopher Robin having a picnic with all the characters. And I was just like, oh, oh my God, the waterworks so, coming here. So Liz and I were flying out to Paris, and that was on nice. the list. So I watched that on the way. Oh, it's magical. Oh, and movies, movies way up in the air, really. They mm. hit har- home even harder. You start crying. Oh, yeah. Magical. They I say that alt- the altitude makes the tears come harder yeah um, it was that's what she said sorry yeah. <laughs> um but uh winnie the pooh is something i've grown up oh, my yeah. entire life with he took over the role of winnie the pooh in 1988 so he wasn't the original one? he wasn't the original oh i thought he was um he he, wow, took he nails over. all those nails all those voices then i thought um, he was so good at them because he made them so yeah the original winnie the pooh voice um was i believe it was Sterling Holly Holloway Sterling Holloway that's a cool name um Sterling. yeah yeah he was the original voice okay. Sterling is a awesome name what's the last name Holloway oh, that's a good last name too yeah he um he took that over I can't imagine the pressure like I'm taking over this iconic character well, even some of these guys that have done Bugs Bunny Oh, right. no, we got, we got, well, don't well, you have another? Yeah, I'll do that right. We'll get last, there. Last one. But I mean, but, but the same Jim, thing is, is all these guys having to fill these shoes of the OG yeah. voice. Guys. You know, Jim Cummings has a really soft spot in my heart. He also did Darkwing Duck, which I grew up yeah. on. Classic. Love that show. Yeah. Let's and he's get an, dangerous. And he's another guy that you look at and go, oh, he does those voices? Yeah. He's like a very, he's like a non-intimidating, like white guy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like he's Billy like a super sweet looking dude. Yeah. He actually he actually talked about on one of his interviews that somebody came up to him and told him like you touched me like in a way like oh not in a Uh-oh. weird that's what Uh-oh. she said way I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, um like, like you, you hit Most, my soul in a yeah. way like you know as a kid and through cartoons and he said that that's the best fe- he's like all money in the world all whatever like that's what it's all d- about that's what it's about that's rad I like the dude. He's great. He's a good one. He would probably would have been on my list if you probably wouldn't have uh, had him on yours. Yeah. Who's your last? So last number one. My last classic. one is is the O O G. I feel like next to Walt Disney. Did he, Walt Disney even do like a lot of voices? He did a few. I'll look. After that a up. while, he I'll just stopped. He stopped doing it though. At the beginning, I'm sure he did. But this guy was the O G and did all of the voices. Who I'm talking about is Mel Blank. 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 Is it Blank? Is that how you pronounce Blanc, it? Blanc. Blanc. Whatever, how you pronounce it. You know what I'm talking about. He, uh, I got his Wikipedia up right here. He was an American voice actor and radio personality after beginning his 
He became known for his work in animation as Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Porky Pig, and most of the other people from Looney Tunes. Um, he's also he also did uh, Flintstones, Barney Rubble, um, The Jetsons, Mr. Spacely, and uh, who else? Tom and Jerry. Even though they didn't talk very much, but he worked on that. Um, I have a clip of just some mixtures of uh, different voices he did back in the day, and you'll you'll recognize a few of them. First off, we got Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, obviously. Let's run through that again. Okay. Would you like to shoot me now or wait till you get home? Shoot him now. Shoot him now. You keep out of this. He doesn't have to shoot you now. Ha! That's it! Hold it right there! Pronoun trouble. <laughs> I love that they acknowledge language. You now. It's he doesn't have to shoot me now. Well, I say he <laughs> does have to shoot me now! <laughs> Oh my gosh, so crazy. So, oh, then here we go. Uh, let's not do that. Catch fire. Oh, that, oh. One of my favorites, Foghorn Leghorn. Oh That's my gosh. Game. Probably inspired so many characters. Now you know too. the rules. Stand back to back, start pacing, and when I count to three, turn and fire. A one, and a two, and a three. <laughs> I'll see first time beat. somebody else shot my mouth off. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Uh, it, he. I have another clip. Um, I'm guessing like so. Uh, what's his name? The 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 gun guy. Um, oh yes, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam. Sam as well. Probably. Yeah. Um, I have a really good clip here. It's it's speaking of. Uh, I just mentioned uh, Hank Azaria. This is him talking about Mel Blanc and how amazing Frank or Hank Azaria thinks of Mel. Of Mel. Yeah, because he he was a huge Sorry. influence on Hank Azaria. This is a great clip. Instinctive. I'll tell you what I think Mel Blanc's geni most genius achievement was. And only if you're a voice actor do you realize how incredible this is. When Bugs and Daffy are fighting over whether it's rabbit season or duck season and Daffy Duck comes out dressed up as Bugs Bunny doing a Bugs Bunny imitation, then Bugs Bunny comes out dressed as Daffy doing Dang. a Daffy impression. That's meta. Yeah. What's up, Doc? Having any luck on those ducks? It's duck season, you know. Just a darn minute. Where do you get that duck season? <laughs> <laughs> you know how hard that is to do, to take your own character, have it imitate another one of your own characters? It's almost impossible. Because if you try to, like, combine two voices that you're doing, you kind of just land in the middle. Like, if I try to do Apu imitating Mo, it'll sound just like... Mo imitating Apu. There's no. We tried it one day at The Simpsons. We were talking about how we were marveling at Mel Blanc's ability to do this, and we all tried to do one of our characters imitating another one and have them sound different, and we couldn't do it. You know what to do with a gun, Doc. <laughs> so yeah, that's, man. That's thank you, genius. Hank Azaria. I couldn't put genius. it any better. Yeah, yeah it's uh, he. He's like the godfather of of cartoon voices. Um. I mean, it, as much as I love Disney, I didn't grow up on like Disney cartoons. Got it. I was more in like the live action movies. And when it came to cartoons, I went towards Looney Tunes. I liked the violence and I liked yeah. the, the, the writing and the animation just seemed way more clever. And well, I mean, you know where Itchy and Scratchy got their inspiration, was right? It, just Looney Tunes? it was like Tom and Jerry, oh, yeah, Looney basically. Tunes. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, just the voices and, and the little vignettes. I like just yeah. the little 
little little stories in there. And it that's kind of how I felt about Disney. I also like went between both. I watched all cartoon. I didn't care. I, yeah. I watched everything. And then when Nickelodeon came around, it was like an amalgamation True. of everything and it was disgusting and violent and yeah. crude. So these people are important for animated. Oh, uh, we wouldn't. Yeah, you know, we wouldn't have as cartoons. much as Walt Disney was important to cartoons. Um, Mel Blanc and then like Hanna Barbera and all those guys like in the Simpsons. Really? Well, now. There, wouldn't, there wouldn't even be the Simpsons. Yeah, for a lot, true. Like it was these guys. So, yeah. But oh, to kind of uh, since I looked it up, but Walt Disney actually yeah. did Mickey and Minnie. He did oh, both okay. voices. Nice. I, f- um, I, f- I, f- I knew. He did Mickey, and he did like a parrot. I just don't think he Steamboat Willie. I think he. Yeah, it was very early on, and once he yeah. became too busy, he let someone else do. Yeah. It. So, was, I mean, what? It all starts with uh, with good old Disney, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, and 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 these guys no too, Looney Tunes, and. If it wasn't all for Thomas Edison, we was, wouldn't have any of this yeah, shit. Yeah, this guy was figuring out all that shit. So the real lesson in today's podcast is thank you, Thomas Edison, for electricity, because <laughs> you couldn't hear our stupid voices through these microphones. And the picture. He kind of came up with like one of the early cameras, too. I think That's it was, amazing. I think it, more credit goes to the, uh, the French dude. I can't think of his name. We should do, a, we should do some historical podcast. Yeah, I like that. Podcast. Let's, let's educate our, our listeners a little bit. But yeah. Cool. That's it, bud. That's it. We Uh, definitely had fun with this one. Love those cartoons. That was a kind of a fun thing to look up and listen to clips and and stuff like that. Um, No no plan for next week. Um, I want to go see Ford v Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Me too, actually. um, Oh, and uh, uh, the Irishman. Irishman. And uh, there was one other movie I want to see. It's coming out this week. I need to see JoJo still, so... Go see That's that. my thing. Um, let me go play this last song. Nice. If, if you From know. Savannah. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> this, I don't know if you've heard this yet. It came out, I think, yesterday. I do declare I'm, I know, I'm feeling fri- the vapors right now. Getting hot. You heard this? Nee, 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 nee. Um, well, you think oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Uh, it's... Um, it's day to remember. I can't re. You don't need to know. I don't need resentment. 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 That's how you spell resentment. I. By the way, let me just say resentment by day to remember. Awesome. You like this? Love it. You know why you like it? Cause it sounds just like fucking Bring Me the Horizon. This does not does sound it? like a day to remember. I do not like this. I love the dude. dude they don't have a dude, keyboard player. Dude, dude, yeah, it's a no, keyboard. No, no. Come on, Robert. Get with the times. No, I, Everybody's using backtracks. These guys were supposed to be the like mainstream pop punk crusaders but Degenerates, you like that one, right? That one? That song's great. That one sounds like a straight up pop punk song. Maybe this is their this? attempt to be on the radio. If this is how it gets them on, then Because I don't think they've had much on the radio. What the hell is this? Oh, I like it. I see. I'm a I'm a sucker for this stuff. I love it. I mean, it's not bad. I can't. You know what? You know like what? It, speaking of which, Grammy season. You know what is nominated for a Grammy? Oh, Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. Ow. You, you know who they're against? Rival Sons. For and they'll probably rock. I, they rock, better uh, not it's, win. It's a they, rock album. They better not. So what win. they're gonna do though? They're voting on the actual production and not so much the musicianship so 
and then like I Pre- uh, I Prevail too, and some other why weird band. I Pre- I swear to God, if Bring Me the Horizon beats or Rival I Prevail Sons, for that matter, any okay, I'll be pissed if any of those bands in that category beat Rival Sons. It's ridiculous. I, I like I Prevail. I like Bring Me the Horizon, but. N- Rival sons are incredible. There's no computers with them. That's yeah. it. The only thing the only computers did was record the actual album, and they might have even recorded it on tape. That's how fucking old Nuts. school they are. Uh, but then, yeah, Rival Sons is also nominated for best rock performance. I hope, I hope they. Rock oh, they should win yeah. that. So, um, anyway, Resentment by Data. Remember, I like it. Robert doesn't. Um, it's kind of the half and half as usual. Open that pit up. Love it. Here it comes. Wall of the other death. thing is like breakdowns aren't so original anymore. This sounds like kind of over a throwdown yeah. breakdown. Like it's true, it's nothing. Heck yeah! Come on, Robert. Whatever. Um, well, anyway, little plug uh, again. If you guys haven't seen my uh, skate video, Sacred Gems, it's yep. out on YouTube. Please go check that out. If you go check us out on uh, Instagram, uh, my mine is Robert Arthur Main. Yours is the, the Stocksy. Stocksy, and then go follow our uh, our podcast, please. The So So Screening Podcast Instagram, and Comment. check us out on our yeah on our Facebook. And we're po- we'll usually we've been posting a little bit more about our episodes. And yeah, tell us what you think, what you what you like and don't like, and some you know some things we need to check out and scrutinize. Yeah. and. and part- uh, it, it, Participate in the discussion. Yeah, we need to. Be awesome. And I keep saying we need to put out the scale. No, yeah, we should. I we, haven't, keep we haven't done that. We'll do that. Also, yeah, because Liz has been helping us out behind yeah. the scenes a little bit. But uh, yeah, we want to put the scale out so you guys can watch and listen to stuff and send us your scrutiny scale numbers. Um, anything else, buddy? Nope. Go check out the Dares Western Bloom song. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know I, I said that last week, but they're awesome dudes. Go check it out. Good dudes. Anyway, that's all I got. Is that it? Oh, yeah, it's the end of the song. When we end, when we end the song, we end the episode with another song. Then, yes, we'll go out a little bit. Um, I have cute animals on my desktop. Sorry, they're popping up right now. <laughs> I got, I have to acknowledge that. What is that? There's a look at this. There's a there's a little monkey, little, <laughs> little orangutan, <laughs> orangutan baby with its mama. Adorable. Super cute. Um, it looks like little Yoda, baby Yoda. I'm gonna He's, play some Matt Mason. I'm not gonna tell you. But this guy's cool. We'll go listen to his music and we'll end the episode on this. Nice. Have a good week. See you next time. Also, the Scooby Podcast. I've been alone so long, I feel like I'm on the run. Love come over. Kick up the dust. I got a secret. Start
She said I'm looking like a bad 